everybody. Thank you for tuning back into Venus Exchange. Um, my name is Leslie, good girl Les. And today I am um, feeling very grateful. I had a very productive day. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, um, I'm launching my own business called Healed by Nature, and I just made a very big sale today. Hey. So Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> very big sale. Nova. Oh, it's on me? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Nova. Nova in your aura. And I am feeling very hippie fly fresh Okay. today. Oh, well, period. <laughs> like all blue, but don't got no blues. So. Oh, okay. I like that. I, like that. Okay. <laughs> I was feeling real saucy this morning. So, yeah. What's up? It's Tasia, T2 Times. I'm feeling good. Um, I woke up feeling great. Decided to actually get dressed for the world today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So, I'm all smiles. Yay. I'm five. Um, I feel good. I'm here. So, I'm, I'm in the moment. Awesome. Thank you for coming. I'm Laura. <laughs> um, I'm feeling kind of hyped up today. <laughs> Rightfully. <laughs> like, right. Uh, revolutionary, ready for some uh -huh. change um, in a lot of things. So, yeah. You had us hyped. I'm Alicia. And I'm feeling. I'm feeling real earthy. Okay. I just got um, a greenhouse for my home. So I don't have to be going to the farm all the time. Okay. And I'm just ready to, you know, get get into the soil. Mm. Did you get one of those grow tents? Or? No, no, no. It's one of, it's like a, it's the greenhouse that's going to get like, I'm going to use it for a sauna. Okay. I mean. Okay. I'm going to grow, but I'm going to be in yeah. there like okay. sweating. <laughs> Yeah, so but, um, thank you for tuning back in today. And we're going to be discussing bumps and blunts. <laughs> we're going to be talking about pregnancy bumps and the usage of marijuana while you are pregnant. So it usually has, you know, a negative. Um, negative thought negative connotation that comes with it but we're going to be learning about the possible benefits that it can offer the mother as well as even maybe the child so yeah i'm going to kick it off to our guest so she can go ahead and dive into what we're going to be talking about today oh and see that's my name on instagram five dives in um so again my name is five and i am a traditional midwife i am a naturopath and i'm also a mother of eight children Six I gave birth to. Um, two of those births I had at home. Um, and I am a cannabis activist um, or advocate. Um, I'm also on hiatus right now, but I teach at the Cleveland School of Cannabis. I have mm -hmm. since they have opened, which was in 2017, 2018. Um, so this is a good topic for me because it is what I do. Um, I make cannabis products. I'm a healer, so that made the lemonade. <laughs> Everybody loves the lemonade. Um, so I'm here for the conversation because it is a taboo topic. Um, people do not like to discuss mm -hmm. it. Um, I'm sure when you got the responses online, um, it was like, "What? Nah, eh, 
I want Y'all to. Y'all going to jail now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, why I was like, I was sorry to hear you. I was wondering, like, is this something that's okay for us to talk about? Right, y'all yeah. Like, so. <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. But it's like, like, never touched that. Right. <laughs> I'm not speaking of Never right. Everybody wants to say, like, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. But it's one of those, it's those conversations that we have to have, right? Because nobody wants to talk about it, but we're doing it behind closed doors. Um, sometimes we don't know how to do it correctly, especially when we get pregnant and because we're carrying life. So a lot of people think like we're doing something really wrong when it comes Mm -hmm. to that, but it is a plant and we are, some of us are farmers in here. Mm -hmm. So if you know how to utilize the plants, then you know how to heal yourself. So, and cannabis is one of those things that we use to heal ourselves Mm -hmm. and indigenously and traditionally it is what we use in our practice. So mm-hmm. I love that um, Alicia asked me to come and talk about it because nobody really wants to talk about it. Right. I'm on Instagram and there's probably about two other indigenous women that I know that are like cannabis doulas that talk about it. But worldwide, I mean, if they're talking about it, it's behind closed doors too. Yeah. So I'm okay with coming out and being like, here it is. This is what it is. I'm not really afraid of anything. I'm I'm not worried about CPS because we know how to handle them when they come to the door. Um, because you also you all have a right, right? We have a right to take care of ourselves. So that's really what we're trying to do. So I'm trying to shed the light on that. So all of that is just so heavy because, like, do we have a right to not take to take care of ourselves? Do we right not wear a mask? Um, they want you to do this. They want right. you to do that. It's like uh-uh. I'm like, <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Do we really have? We don't even no more no but we 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 claim our rights like that's our right we have a right to do whatever you want to to claim your right you have a right to speak up you Mm -hmm. have a right to do all the things we're so conditioned in this society that we live Mm -hmm. in that they tell you that you don't have rights right or when you walk into somewhere because if someone comes at you right Mm -hmm. and they are intimidating all of a sudden we forget our rights right but you have to be confident mm -hmm. go into that Mm -hmm. shell it's almost like child and parent like right you know right. that clam we clam up but it's so you like, got to be confident you got to know you got to speak from speak from within so that you can um uphold your rights that's really what it is sure. okay so with that because it sounds conflicting to some mm-hmm. some of the responses when i ask people how do they feel about smoking cannabis while pregnant there was a lot of confliction like people are like i don't know i'm conflicted Mm -hmm. so let's start with those who (laughs) 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 so let's start with those who um like feel conflicted like do you think they may be conflicted because of the like confusion behind Mm -hmm. the practice or you know what it is well it starts with one the law Right. So it's already illegal. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's scheduled as a uh, schedule one drug. Mm -hmm. So on the federal level, it's illegal. So that's where the fear comes in, Mm -hmm. because if I'm doing something that's illegal, then here's somebody coming to take my child. So that's the first thing. Then it's like, okay, then when you equate smoking, we think with cigarettes, right? Mm -hmm. So then we're like, and everybody knows, and I know, that if we're smoking cigarettes, that's absolutely a no-no, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And because with cigarettes, it's the nicotine, right? Mm -hmm. And what people then don't realize is that if you safely do it, you are helping yourself 
but we're so afraid of the first two things mm -hmm. that we won't help ourselves. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women will be like, I suffer from um, hypermesis where you throw mm -hmm. up a lot. And they'll give you, you'll trust the doctor to give you a pill, right? You won't ask not a question. Mm -hmm. You'll take it. You'll be like, oh, well, I feel better. Okay, cool. <laughs> you don't know the side effects. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it does to the baby. It just made you feel better. And you're like, okay, but they told me it was safe, right? right? Mm -hmm. And they told me they're not going to give me things that's illegal. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's really the first fear is that we look at the law and because we don't understand it fully and we go by other people's stories, then that's where the fear is. And then we're carrying a life. So it's like, what am I going to do to the baby? Right. Mm -hmm. What is smoking to the baby? You've seen all the commercials. You smoke a cigarette. The baby can't breathe, which they cannot. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so then you think you're, you're doing some harm to your child mm -hmm. and nobody wants to do that. We don't want to ever put our children, especially our unborn children at risk. Right. So. It's the fear first. Mm -hmm. Fear was the number one stopper of everything. Mm -hmm. So until you become educated mm -hmm. or you find other mothers that you're around that do it and see their children, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes we need to see the end product, mm -hmm. right? We don't know if we're a first-time mom and we're a cannabis user that our children will be okay on the mm -hmm. other end. And a lot of times it's the complications that might happen or anything, any defects that come up. Mm -hmm. Those are just natural, right. right? We have to, it's a spiritual process. These are ancestors coming through. So if they come through any kind of other way, that's the way they were supposed to come. Right. But we're supposed, we have this image of a perfect child and we don't want to go away from that image, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of just understanding and understanding that the baby's going to come through however they come through. We take care of it how we take care of it. Um, instead of like shunning them away or sending them to a home or whatever it might be. So it's the fear that everybody has to get over first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So can we just briefly, for the confused out there, <laughs> what is the difference between... So, so let me... I just want clarity. Is all smoke bad? Is nicotine smoke bad? Is marijuana smoke bad? Is smoking a go or a no? Because I, I got a little lost. Okay. So first, we're going to go with the terminology, right? Okay. Always call it cannabis, right? Okay. Cannabis is the correct term for it, and it takes away the connotation of marijuana being negative, right? Okay. And they use it as a derogatory term against us. They use that to equate it to the Mexicans, right? Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. they are on that marijuana and make some crazy deranged, and they're rapists. Mm -hmm. Right, so we're gonna use cannabis. Oh, yeah, okay. there is history. There use is history. Cannabis yeah. Use okay. cannabis because it's the correct term of that plant. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to smoking it, well, one, there's several ways right. that you can use it. Cannabis. So it's like cannabis, hemp. Nope. See, they, I thought they were like derivatives. Nope. <laughs> so if you think of a mint plant, right? I Justin. grow them. You have right. So then there's chocolate mint. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. pineapple mint. There's all kinds of different mints, yes. but the plant is still mint, right? Yes. The same with cannabis. So you can call it cannabis, you can call it hemp, you can call it marijuana or whatever it is. It's still a plant. It's still all the same plant. The plant has different compounds in it. Mm -hmm. So the compounds are THC, CBD, THCA, CBG, ABC, DFG, <laughs> all of those, right? So it's the compounds that are in the plant, right? So when you think about ways to use it most people use it by smoking right mm -hmm. so what that's okay right you really don't want to i mean it's the combusting it's the the fumes in your lungs so it's not maybe the best way when you're pregnant however it's how you choose to smoke so what we do say oh that's okay so, <laughs> My bad. so what you do or what i is encourage women is that if you're going to smoke while you're pregnant you need to do it cleanly 
right? Okay. Cleanly means that you're not using nicotine wraps, right? Okay. No white owls, no swishers, no zigzags, none of that, right? You use papers or you use hand papers. Okay. Or you use your ball, you use a ball, you use a one hitter, um, you use edibles, um, you use tinctures, you drink lemonade, um, so that you can have varying ways to get the dosage that you need within your system. But if you're smoking, the one thing I tell people is chuck the White Owls. Mm-hmm. Chuck the Swishers. I know they might be your favorite. They all taste good. But they're not doing anybody any good. I tell anybody that's a smoker, I don't care if you're a man, woman, whatever, stop smoking out of the Swishers. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say, I'm addicted to the weed, right? No, mm-hmm. you're not. You're addicted to the nicotine. I say that too. That's funny. Right? Yeah. So when you stop smoking, you take a tolerance break. People are like, oh, I got the shakes. I need to smoke. Uh, I need the cannabis. No, you need the nicotine. That's mm-hmm. right there is why I ain't never been high. Yeah. I just got these dreams of myself <laughs> having looking a like Chris Rock oh in, the in the middle of the street. You never smoked like Chris Rock. Oh, got you. You, you never smoked me. Man. No. Oh, wow. And you, when you loved the message in the group chat, I was like, oh, she's going to be down with us today? Like, right. I hope she said that. I'm dated. Is that no smoke? Are you I'm drinking lemonade? No. Oh. She said she's going to say it I was looking around like, like, damn, my lemonade is getting mighty empty over here. And all of those are full. Right. Oh, man. Okay, so price break real quick, y'all. I've never smoked weed before. I've never smoked cannabis before or marijuana or CBD or any <laughs> right. of it, right? I've never smoked. Um, one time I did edibles in Vegas. It was really bad. And oh. I, I was like 28 when I did it. And it was like a hell no. So... So they all looking at me like whatever. So I am so I'm so for this topic and just understanding, mm-hmm. um, and really understanding because I'm very ignorant and close eared to any of it, and I have like real big fears of becoming like a cluck. So <laughs> I, heard that in a I just cannot. And I was taught in, in in third grade and dare that weed was the gateway drug, yep. and I was like, no, no, the gateway no. drug. They do say that though. They that do. is, mm-hmm. and that is that is a part. Of the propaganda, yeah, right? the conditioning. So, yep. so that's why I say, like, I they had you a say whole, all a part of people. The I'm like, you talking about me because yeah. it happened to me, and I've always lived in the hood. I'm with it. Pull yeah, up. and our right. government is I've always, have always been urban and all of that, but I was always that was my fear. Now I will fight you. Mm-hmm. I'll bring a weapon to school. I'm gonna do everything oh, else. Cause this is not But baby, when you pull out that uh, that that green bag, oh, I'm dipping. Like yeah. that's the one thing I'm not doing. Cause here come the so, police. I right. mean, I don't care who can here come the, the addiction. Everybody. Here come the poverty. But that was no, the goal. Real. That's real though. That was the goal. <laughs> so that comes from that fear comes from this government. <laughs> they had a whole plan system in place since 1938 that the point of it was to make you fearful. It made your parents fearful. It made your grandparents sure fearful. <laughs> and then it trickled down to you so that the D.A.R.E. program all calculated. All calculated by the government. What? But you also got to keep in mind that there was a big point of time, though, that people were lacing marijuana as well. And like people were really being destroyed with these lace. Blunts like that's yeah, right. 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 I was about to say there was Smoking a lot the of other coop. stuff going on though. But yeah, 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 DMX. Right, that's exactly. How DMX, they put right, that's what I'm trying to say. Like right, but that's part of the the that? government. That's the crack era. Yeah, right? right. So then it becomes 
how do you inundate this community to weaken them, right? Mm-hmm. One is the fear, so we got you through there, and then we'll just dump crack on top of it too. So DMX <laughs> is a good example dump, of yeah. like, yeah, you're trying to just smoke and you're trying to have a good time, but here come crack, and somebody put it in your thing. I was in college, and I somebody dipped a joint I didn't know, mm-hmm. and I hit the joint one time, and I laid out in the grass like, yes, yeah, right, but. You know, right. and then I knew like, okay, I have to be very cautious of who I get it from, where it comes from. I would be like, um, that's why so, I said I need to see it rolled up. Yeah, yeah. you're not about to hand me a book oh, that's yeah. already pre-rolled. Yeah. Oh no, like, yeah. and see it comes down mine. even. I'm to at the this point where I'm about to grow it because yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even. I can't. It's trusting your source because that's another part of it. Right. You know, especially if you're pregnant, you have to know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like uh, long are the days of like we just going to the corner and getting a dime bag. No, mm-hmm. number one, y'all don't even know what you're doing. If nobody can tell you the strain that they're giving you um, or where it came from and who grew it, don't even buy it. Y'all hear that? And these days, though, they just put them in the little, they just make their own bags and put them in their wallet. But my thing is, you're getting that, that and they say it's from the dispensary, but it's not even sealed. It's just like you could, it's like a Ziploc bag. Mm -hmm. It just has some nice decorations on it. It's Mm -hmm. like, y'all fall for anything. Anything. And even Quietus is kept because we're new to the medical industry or medical cannabis here in Ohio. Some of the cannabis you get at the dispensary is trash, right? A lot of them go through, they've got mold in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they like got stale. seeds in them. It's stale. You can't see it. They put it in a, a black bag. So, and even when you go in, it's it's almost like you should, common sense. Like if you go into the dispensary and all they give you is like a little shaker, and you had to smell it, you can't even hardly see what's in there. I'd be like, man, forget mm-hmm. it. They're already charging you too much for it. Mm-hmm. You got to find somebody that you know is a grower, mm-hmm. right? That you trust. And you know, there are growers in Michigan. One of my girlfriends from college is a grower. And you know, going to Michigan is nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it becomes difficult when you're trying to transport and be on the on the roads with it. So you it's safe ways to even get yeah, what you need. There, yeah. So, yeah, oh, my bad girl. What are, what are this um this cannabis help pregnant women with? So, nausea that's the first thing. That, that first trimester, if anybody's been pregnant before, that nausea will knock you out. You think you can't even function, right? <laughs> so a lot of times, even midwives that work in a hospital, depending on how cool she is or if she's a hippie, she'll even encourage you to use cannabis, right? Mm-hmm. Because it helps with that. Um, helping you relax. A lot of times we're anxious, we're stressed out, <laughs> so you don't want to be stressed out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives you an appetite too at the end of the day sometimes that you if you haven't eaten and you're like okay i don't know if i can eat i don't have no room but sometimes you need that little bit of a boost then it'll increase your appetite and that's the benefit of the child right the Mm -hmm. baby need to eat right i do have a question on this so like um because you're saying like as early as the first trimester that it's safe to do so is it like the first thing that's recommended or what or is it typically encouraged for people to try other things like well, exercise more eat healthy like well it's always or, other things right okay. drink your water because there's That's, other herbs too yeah there's other herbs that you can use but a lot of times because when we get pregnant we were already consuming right mm-hmm. so it's not like you just decided today i'm pregnant <laughs> and i want to consume mm-hmm. right it's like i've already done it and i don't want to try anything else right okay. and a lot of times if you go to the doctor and you're suffering from something where you're throwing up a lot they'll give you a medicine for it mm-hmm. well i've seen people w- been on a drip right like because they throw up so much where they have like a little patch or a little pack where the medicine is just running through them 
right? Because sometimes it gets that bad, and sometimes cannabis won't help. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times it's your first go- go-to. Herbs should be your first go-to before you do anything else, making sure you're hydrated. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're having these symptoms, it's because you're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. That is the number one thing. I tell pregnant women all the time, if you don't drink water, we can't even work together. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to talk to you because if you're not going to hydrate your body, you're not doing your body any good. Mm-hmm. Cannabis won't do your body any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, eucalyptus won't do your body any good. Mm-hmm. Lavender won't do any good if you're not drinking the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be your first go to. It has to be in your arsenal okay. of what you mm-hmm. use. Yeah. OK. So speaking of the arsenal, what's some other herbs? Uh, What you got? Well, I like to use, well, during the time I was pregnant, she was my doula. Just to give <coughs> oh, y'all some background okay, okay. information. Yeah, she helped me stand in my power a lot because I was kind of stressed out during my pregnancy. But um, some of the herbs I used were burdock root. I used yellow dock root. I used raspberry leaf, nettle, which is like very common. Mm -hmm. I'll use milk thistle. And, you know, that was good for the mothers that was ready to breastfeed and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That was just a couple. But I kept I I used to make a lot of tonics. And then... um, you gave me some elderberry, mm-hmm. so I would use, like, the elderberry tincture and stuff like that, you know, just so, like, I didn't get sick or anything, okay. because you know how sensitive, like, we become when we're pregnant, so. Yeah, you don't want to be sick and pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> right. so, Extra sick. Yeah. So, all of those herbs are just helping to strengthen your whole system, mm-hmm. right? Gotcha. Especially your womb. Right, you need the res the red raspberry leaf. You need the nettle because that helps you, especially when you're going into labor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then an- another thing is, I wanted to um, consume cannabis when I was pregnant. I remember hitting you up like, "Do you know someone who grow it?" Because that's a, that's something I wanted to talk about because I know a lot of women on here they said that they have done it, but for me, I was just too nervous about where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. So I just really could not even do. It. I mean, I did it once and panicked because. Mm-hmm. I'm, a baby's kicking in my stomach and I'm you know I'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> but other than that like I was just too nervous because I didn't trust mm-hmm. the source right. at all so for any other women listening like for those who did smoke like you know like what made you make that decision because I was just nervous because I didn't you know they do so much extra mm-hmm. stuff I didn't want the extra stuff. Right. I just wanted some simple, regular. Reg- like regular. Said, give me the regular <laughs> weed. I don't want that Snoop Dogg <laughs> weed. Nothing. Some fucking moon rocket. Right. Shit. Like, why is it 75% THC? Exactly. And you don't need that much. So why? a lot of times, we're in this world where everybody just wants to be like, deaded out. Right, mm-hmm. so everybody like so. There's two different strains, That's right? So there's sad. indicas mm-hmm. and there's sativas, I right? Love sativas. Indicas I are what you want to do after a long day of work. You don't want to move. You don't want to do nothing. You want to chill. You want to zone out because it's called indica in the couch, kind of like you just zone <laughs> back, you chilling. Whereas I'm a mom, mm-hmm. right? So I need I can, there's no way I can just sit on the couch all day, right? Ever, right? So I need a sativa because it brightens up your mood, mm-hmm. it gives you some energy, it makes you be able to function. Mm-hmm. So that's what you need. But mm-hmm. the problem is, is that when you get it from the street, everybody's like they only want indica. Nobody wants anything mm-hmm. else. That they, is so crazy to me. People want to be dead because well, it's not crazy because look at the world we live in. You, okay. If you are getting accosted because you don't wear your mask, you got to be at work. Mm-hmm. Somebody's only paying you seven dollars an hour. You stress the fuck out. That's so you just like you know what? So it's either the alcohol that we are overindulging in, Very so that so. our livers don't work anymore, mm-hmm. or we're smoking cannabis that you never know if it's late, you gone. So you don't even care. Exactly. Right. So it, it becomes a matter of fact that you really have to find a grower, mm-hmm. right? 
and find people to trust or growing in your home, mm-hmm. right? Because as we move along in the legal system, you'll find that this adult, uh, New York just passed it where they have adult use, mm-hmm. right? So adult use means you not penalized. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go to, to a dispensary to get your cannabis. Mm-hmm. You can get it from wherever you get it from mm-hmm. and it's okay. Here in Ohio, you can have 200 grams. 200? 200 grams. That's seven <laughs> ounces. Right? You can have 200 grams and not be penalized. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) What is this? This is right. You can probably load this up, right? Mm -hmm. But because you can have up to 200 grams. Mm -hmm. Um, And then again, so if you're a gardener, right? Mm -hmm. And without giving all the secrets away, you know, because (laughs) I don't do this, um, is that, you know, you put it in your garden, you let it grow outside, you experiment, you Mm kind of know what it is. And as we go along in the law here, it'll be a point where you can grow your own plants Mm -hmm. in your home, right? Or if you're a caregiver, like in Michigan, they used to have where caregivers can grow up to 12 plants for Mm -hmm. each patient that they have. So as you should, my books are open. So (laughs) it's take your time, find some seeds, right? Pick the seeds. If you get seeds in the bag, people always say, I don't want seeds in my bag. Uh, If you don't have seeds, then how did the plant grow? Exactly. Right. So, I mean, it's optimal that you have minimal because that means there's no cross pollination going on within the growing system. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you get the seeds out of there, take one out and put it in some dirt and see what it do. It Mm -hmm. only need water and sun. That's all you need. And that's don't all they everyone needs. don't they have some where <laughs> they don't weird. even that's need some anymore where you could just grow it in a house and feed? No. They don't. You need light. Uh-huh. You need some type well, you can have artificial light. Yeah. There, nothing can't grow without the light, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, the different light mm-hmm. cycles that they have to be on. Um, but it's just like people with melanin. We need vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Th- that is the source of our energy. So if we don't have that, then how will we grow? Right. Mm-hmm. Same with your plant. So if you get a seed, it's just doing an, an experiment so that you know what you're getting and you know what you'll have. All cannabis, if you grow it right and give it a little bit of love, you'll get the flower that you're looking mm-hmm. for. And that's what it, a lot of people are like looking for that strong stuff. But if you take care of the plant, it'll be strong enough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll it'll have the right potency because once you heat it up, that's when it becomes activated. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be happy. Right. If that's what you're looking for. Okay. So. We got some questions on here. I'm going to ask this first and then we're going to okay. get to everyone. So when it comes to usage, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in my head, I always like I'm I'm more concerned about the smoke mm-hmm. and not the actual like consuming. Right. So uh, for some of the people who did have questions on my story about that, a lot of people was like, I'm not going to smoke it, but I'll take an edible mm-hmm. or I'll drink it or stuff like that. So what is your take on smoking, like putting too much smoke on your lungs while you're carrying? So I say do it intuitively, mm-hmm. right? So when I was pregnant, I, you know, I did, I had the same fear because it was just in the, it's ingrained in you. Right. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. But then you take a couple of tokes mm-hmm. and you're I'm like, eh, I'm okay. Right, <laughs> you paying attention to the baby because that's what you should be doing when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, you but you don't have to overindulge, and your mm-hmm. body really tells you. So, like some pregnancies, I smoked, and maybe after the first couple times, I was like, I really don't need it, mm-hmm. and I'm okay because it was making me too sleepy. Right. right, so I was like, okay, I don't, I can't, I got the other ones running around, so I don't want to be too tired. Um, but then if I thought I needed it, then and I didn't want to smoke because it was really just a choice. Um, I had other ways. Mm-hmm. So it's really of paying attention to how your body feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and if your body is telling you that smoking is just not what you want to do, then don't do it. Yeah. Right? Um, I have moms, though, that I've been in while they're laboring. Mm-hmm. 
like the spliff. Okay, like, so that was one of the questions. That's one of the questions. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. I, I got pictures like it was like where she was that. in the pool <laughs> they got the joint going blah 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 i've been to some of my my very first home birth i walked in and she was like yeah just hit the blunt on the bong i'm good i'm okay and she was fine uh, yeah right? i can imagine the difference. so um it's really a paying attention right um and you don't have to overconsume. i mean mm -hmm. if you're a big old smoker like i would tell you you don't have to do it every day it's not a matter of you need to do it every day right and because I, that's oh, okay. but that's the thing so like because I, I i for sure support it um i just know that for some people prior to them being pregnant they was already st stoners like mm -hmm. you know so then yeah. they take that and they still like want to stone but mm -hmm. your body will stop you Gotcha. So you can you thought you could get through a blunt and a half when you weren't pregnant, mm -hmm. and then you'll be pregnant like I just hit it and I feel like hot, because it's that hormone balance in your system. Yeah. So your hormones are already raised, right? So the only time that you would probably consume more is if your cortisol levels are high, mm -hmm. which is that stress hormone. Mm -hmm. And if you are stressed out, that's mm -hmm. a problem. Right. So before you even choose the cannabis, you need to tackle what is stressing you out. That's real. Because in our, for especially as black women, it's our man, our money, and our children that stress us out. So, what do you need to do? Do you need to have a conversation with your man about, hey, I'm pregnant. You need to honor, like, I am pregnant. I can't do this, that, and the other because we really shouldn't be doing right. a whole bunch of shit mm -hmm. when we're pregnant. If it's your children, do you need to call on your villagers mm -hmm. to come and help you out? And if it's your money, what ways can you make money so that you don't feel like you're in lack? Right. Because a lot of times we think that we need all these things when we really don't, mm -hmm. right? We're operating on a capitalist system where we mm -hmm. think we got to have, got to have, and I got to go to work and I got to have this when we really don't. Mm -hmm. So you have to eliminate those stresses first. Mm -hmm. And then once you do that, then you can go back to your cannabis. Mm -hmm. So it's not like don't use it as a soother mm -hmm. to then say, I'm not going to deal with everything else. Right. And that's what a lot of people do. They want to just yeah. don't mm -hmm. deal with it I think and then smoke. Very, 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 very abused, which is another thing that always turned me off about it. Mm -hmm. Because to know people who smoke, that's cool. I don't care if you smoke. Everybody got their vices. I'll mm -hmm. shop. You smoke. <laughs> but people like they act like they cannot function like we can't we can't go to the club on time because you got to find weed first no you're a crackhead i don't want to play with you, mm -hmm. <laughs> with you. Not a that's, too much for me. <laughs> that's too much for me mm -hmm. like if i get to the bar and they like oh it was last call 10 minutes ago i'm like cool i can still dance without drinking yeah but like you can't do nothing without smoking that's yeah, such that's, a it just mm -hmm. weirds mm -hmm. me out like right. it creeps mm -hmm. me out and it's like but it's the same thing with alcohol. Some people mm -hmm. can't do anything Some without can, alcohol. But I, that's the thing. Like I, every, like I say, everybody got their things that they do, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or whatever. I've just never been that type of nothing with mm -hmm. nothing. You know what right. I mean? I have my preferences. Mm -hmm. I got strong preferences. Mm -hmm. But if I don't get it or if I can't do it, it's it's not going to blow everything. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or when people say. I, I always wonder how well does it work because people are like you're blowing my hat and it's like baby if I'm drunk ain't nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> That's can't right. blow my drunk. <laughs> if I can blow your hat, baby, you smoking the wrong stuff. You need to get some drink. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that was That's always a good point. But that was always <laughs> something that weirded me out. But like, I can do one to get thing away, and though. blow your yeah. hat. But and, 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 that, and, yeah, and yeah, then too when, it, when they say you're blowing your hat, it's because. It works on a cerebral level, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if my mind is kind of like in a, 
a relaxed state because we're hyper mm-hmm. all day long. I got to think about this, that, and the other. So if you getting me back to that state, yeah, you are blowing my heart. Like, oh my God, stop talking. Like, I'm just trying to get my mind to relax. And then you got me, right? And then when you go into when you go into situations, right? No, but you need to smoke. You do. Yeah, we're right, right now. You're blowing no, us. You're blowing our thing to also like um because you said you should find like the source of your stress or even you when you're saying you ran into people who they can't function without weed i always think it's much deeper than that because i went through a period of time where i was like smoking like a quarter a day every two days like i'm talking about blowing like yes like and then when i came through like when i got to the point where it's like okay you this is not okay was because of other shit that was going on it wasn't Mm -hmm. because i was like i want to be high it wasn't a leisurely activity it was a about to smoke this blunt and forget about all of y'all so I'm gonna have a good day today so I can make it through the day so I think like it's very important to because I don't think there's anything wrong with weed at all most people don't pay attention to Mm -hmm. your triggers exactly it's just like why are you doing it Mm -hmm. yeah why are you doing it so like for me for example like I went to the dentist two weeks ago so had my teeth pulled and she was like you can't smoke for two weeks I'm like okay great we're gonna take a tolerance right (laughs) and then all last week it was a test Mm -hmm. like for real like here come this here come that. And every day I was like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to smoke the blunt. I am. I just am. And then in my mind, I was like, okay, I really don't want to dry socket. So I really can't. So then I have to handle that stress in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Whether I got to scream, whether I got to cry, whether I got to write it down on a piece of paper. And then for me, it's like, okay, this is how I can handle the stress other ways. Because I smoke just for relaxation and because I got children. Right? right, you be with six or uh, four children, six, five, three, and one all day, <laughs> and there are three of them are boys. I be needing a blunt every every minute. That's right. what I think, right? <laughs> but then I have to okay, I have to be a mom. I have to get through the day, and then however I, I self soothe is like let me address whatever issues I have first, and then come back to see my camp. Yeah, yeah, see how I'm feeling. And you know when you take a tolerance break, you be like, all right, so yeah, you got to deal with the shit. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. How do we deal with the stress before you pick up mm-hmm. anything else? Whether, whatever, before you go shopping on Amazon all goddamn day long. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Before you blow all your cash or before you go get a bottle of wine. Or that's an addiction right now. It is. Amazon. Because they have everything Crazy. and they drive it down. That one day shipping. Warehouses <laughs> are popping up everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's how we deal with that stress first. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's important. So. We're ready to take people on the live. All right. So if you want to come in, ask some questions, you know, share your thoughts, opinions, come on right oh, in. Oh, and before you do, well, while you're doing that, I have posted the white lady. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, be offensive. Um, but her name is Melanie Dreyer, mm-hmm. right? And in 1969, the late 60s, she did a study on pregnant women in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. She is the only one that has done a study that had positive results. Mm-hmm. Whereas she um, took it was like 25 women. Some were smokers and some were not. And they called them heavy ganja users, which means they were smoking 10 cigarettes. Ten joints mm-hmm. a day, and mm-hmm. what she found was is that there were 
no, there was nothing wrong. There was no mm-hmm. defects. There was no anomalies. The children actually excelled further than the children I that were like not. I feel like that's the main though. Yeah. Yeah. So, the child. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was stopped from doing any more research because it was just too controversial. And they mm-hmm. almost, they, well, not almost, but if you look some at some of her work later on, is that they kind of made her change her story a little bit mm-hmm. um, to make you precautious. Because if you type in Google, or you go into Google and you put in pregnancy and cannabis, it's going to tell you. No, don't do it. Oh my God, you're gonna kill the baby. Yep. Oh, you got an addiction, so you can't do it. So no. So Mm -hmm. she is one of the pioneers um, in the industry that said, okay, there's nothing really wrong with the children. They're actually excelling further than the Mm -hmm. children that did not smoke. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's important for people to like when you're doing the research, don't just click on the first link that you see. You know, kind of comb through the information. Her name is Melanie Dreyer. She's got YouTube videos that she talks about it um, because it kind of eases your nervousness and eases that fear um that you're having with it okay okay hey you hey girl what's your, yeah. what's your name yeah what's your name hey <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to figure out hey, who it is okay we're good so how you feeling So right. I 
personally set a boundary for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I was okay the rest of my pregnancy then because by that time, by that point, I had settled in my pregnancy. I wasn't sick anymore. Like, you know, I was actually extremely peaceful during my pregnancy. Like, I tell everybody that was the most peaceful time of my life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that's beautiful that you can experience that. So, in my opinion, like, I think you just have to make an educated decision, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't just take what everybody else is saying because it's not the societal norm to smoke. No, it's not. Or consume cannabis in general. But if it's what makes you feel better, like, my daughter's the smartest kid I know. Mm -hmm. The smartest kid I know. She's, everyone tells me that. She is literally, she's four. She's like an eight-year-old. Like, right. (laughs) So you can't tell me that I did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Because she came out perfectly fine and even if she hadn't it could have been something else like you said you, you get sick and they give you a pill you know mm-hmm. so it could have been literally anything that caused that it's not necessarily conditioned to cannabis we are conditioned to think yep. that, that that's going to be you know the evil bottom line but mm-hmm. i totally support it so that's just my opinion on it. and i like that she said it was two things one is that they make it so casual that you know, nothing against people that drink, but it's so casual to tell a mom, sure, have that glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Yeah. And that wine and that alcohol is fucking up your liver. Mm-hmm. Right? It's stressing out your liver. There's sulfates in there. Right. That mm-hmm. react to your hormonal system and your adrenal system. Right. Really weird. I did that. They told me that, and I did some research, and I was like, what? Sulfates? I know sulfates are in <laughs> seafood, and I'm allergic to seafood. And there mm-hmm. is fetal alcohol syndrome yeah so yeah, there's not cannabis thing. fetal syndrome or anything <laughs> like that it's fetal alcohol syndrome and they will make it okay for and i always thought that was weird too like you because say, they make oh, money off of it yeah <laughs> one drink mm-hmm. is okay but you're telling me a plant that grows from the dirt is not okay <laughs> a Y'all plant are ass backwards around yeah. here and will be okay because we want that euphoric feeling right and that's what we're all trying to achieve sometimes when we're drinking but it's like no you just want to be well like the young lady said you just want to eat mm-hmm. like at the end of the day i just want to feel like i am nourishing myself i'm not trying to do it so that i can kick it for the day so i can feel <laughs> like i want to be normal around my friends mm-hmm. because you're not because you're pregnant so they're going to do other <laughs> things when you're pregnant you're going to have a whole new set of friends when you I get mean, to yeah, the end of the real. end of the pregnancy, mm-hmm. right? So I I like that she said that because they'll tell you all the time, like yeah, take the pill, and if you want a glass of wine, go ahead, drink the wine. Yeah, so but when weird. your baby comes out and is you know got the shakes and stuff, mm-hmm. they'll tell you, uh, did you smoke cannabis? Mm-hmm. We found it in your system. It's because of that. No, it's probably because mm-hmm. of the red wine she was drinking that you told her she could have a glass of, right. and she had a glass every other day, right? Thinking it was okay. So I'm glad that you made that point because then, and the other thing she said is that she said to herself that I didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was her intuition. Mm-hmm. And that is what we have, because we don't trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to trust ourselves, especially when we're pregnant. We're relying on somebody else to tell you. So I appreciate that she said that and brought that up because that's essential is that you trust yourself. Yes. yes. Okay, thank you so much, girl. Thank we're going to bring somebody else in. Thank you for sharing your story and experience. Do you know how to? Thank you. But yeah, keep asking questions though in the live. And I never know how to work the live, so you got it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm watching, but I can't see when people ask 
Yeah, well, only real questions. Oh, only uh, he can. Yeah. Taylor. Um, but what was I about to say? So, so that's another thing. Um, so as you said, marijuana is a plant, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm a I'm a plant supporter. So mm-hmm. anything that can grow um, is always a go for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I like as of lately, since I decided to come back to cannabis, I'm realizing that personally for me. And what I felt like it was a disconnect in the past was moderation and mm-hmm. usage because I wouldn't sit there and um, dog some motherwort in one sitting just smoking it, drinking right. all of it. I wouldn't do that right. because I know like what I, eventually I'll start to feel like and stuff like that. So now I see how like um, like just abusive it was to face the whole blunt and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that because now. Just one little hit is enough. Right. And yeah, yeah. And it's other ways. So I know I'm a self plug. So I make (laughs) lemonade, right? Because there's other ways that you can do it that you can get that same feeling. And what I do is I make products. And I'm not looking for people that, you know, there's everybody here that makes edibles because they, you want to be high. You want to feel like stuck. You had an experience. You ate the whole pack of edibles. And you're <laughs> like, where am I? Who am I? I'm out of commission. Mm-hmm. So I don't need people. That's not my goal. Mm-hmm. Like when I make products. Right. I don't want you to be out of commission. I mm-hmm. want you to feel good. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. So there is always finding that other way. Right. Mm-hmm. So I make lemonade. I make a honey. I make. Let's see. I got the honey. Then I make, oh yeah, I forgot, I'm trying to show this one. So I make honey um, that is infused, which is actually probably one of the best ways that you can use cannabis um, because honey is naturally healing, right? It has, and I use raw honey. So my raw honey that I use is unfiltered, unprocessed, unheated. It's still got bee legs in it. It's got all the bee pollens, all the bee vitamins because it's also working in your system, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I use that. If you don't even like honey, I we'll make oh, I make um, tinctures. So I make one cannabis tincture, which is just straight cannabis, that's cannabis steeped in alcohol for a certain amount of time that you drop under your tongue sublingually, you can take. You can put it in your tea, you can put it in your coffee, however you have to. Um, I make it, a, uh, an 80-20 oil which is with MCT oil, which is cannabis and CBD. So if you feel like you're too high, the CBD kind of balances out your high. Um, but you can put them in a variety of ways because obviously you're not going to walk around pregnant. You know, nobody wants to see the pregnant woman walking around with the blunt in her hand, right? <laughs> so, you know, there's discreet ways that you could use it. Be like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right? Because it, it's all, I mean, if I see a woman smoking a cigarette pregnant, oh I'd be gosh. like, oh my God. I is, just wonder what is yeah. going on in what the is world. Wrong with you? Yeah. Like, we become judgmental really no, quickly, right? So you. <laughs> No, one day at Rainbow, oh. I put up the rainbow and the turnaround, and it was a lady huh? oh, sorry. smoking a cigarette. And mm-hmm. my face, I could not unlook at her. Like, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Mind your in business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were staring hard. Man, you gave yep. her a look. I'd be staring hard. I was looking too. Like, I was just looking. Ma'am, like, that, you know that's killing the baby, right? So, find other ways that you can <laughs> consume, right? That are easier to take in so that you don't have to smoke. You know, the lemonade, you know, I think that's great. Um, that's probably my number one seller with the honey. Um, I love the lemonade. Oh, yeah. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked, 
Um, Kim five. Kim five. I hope that's correct. Yep. Give the background on the differences between the terms cannabis, weed, and marijuana. Okay. So back in the thirties, this is the time when the prohibition when cannabis really came into play. So it it became a wordplay. So if anybody has ever heard of Reefer Madness, mm. so Reefer Madness is a movie where they had. It was funny. It was a movie where it was all Caucasian cast, and but they made it seem like when you are on the cannabis, and they called it marijuana, right? Because that was the derogatory term. It was like kind of like the punch word that they would use, and it gave the idea that people were out of their mind, right? And you you're going to be hitting people in cars. You're going to rape the women because this is what they did in the movie. This was a movie. It's called Reefer Madness. Yep, the man raped the woman. Right, everybody, and everybody's laughing. He smoked a joint, and everybody started laughing. Like that's not funny. Then he got in the car, and he hit somebody in the car, and it was just chaos, right? Mm -hmm. But the terminology came into play in the '30s because they had to identify a group of people to then go after, right? And you go after people that are not looking like you. So you go after the Mexicans, you go after the the indigenous people, because then you can target them. It got to the point that the government, and there's this guy called Harry Anslinger, um, which everybody in the cannabis, if you really research cannabis, knows. And he was appointed um, to a government position with no experience to put all these policies into place. So if you think about, everybody's heard of the three strikes rule. Mm -hmm. This came from way back in the day. Right. Where they put it on the books to kind of get you tripped up. Right. It was one point in our history that cannabis was used as currency. You could pay your taxes. It was used even in like the 1600s. Everybody, if you had a piece of land, you had to grow hemp on your property. If you mm -hmm. did not grow hemp, you had to go to jail. Right. Mm -hmm. Then so they banned it. Growing, because they realized you well, jail. you ban it because companies like DuPont. Right? Everybody heard of DuPont? Mm -hmm. They make the vacuum cleaners, but they are yeah. really big in the chemicals and um, other byproducts. But they, because of, because hemp or cannabis has so many uses. You can use it for everything. You can build a house. Yes. You can heat a home. You can make clothes. You can make medicine. You can make a car. Right? Henry Ford's first car was used cannabis um wow i didn't know that yeah, yeah so it was an industry that was making us money that's why we're going back to it because america has nothing right, right. we sold ourselves yeah. out right and so we don't have anything we don't have a resource mm -hmm. right so now you have to go back to cannabis because that's the way you're going to make money there's no way the u.s is going to let mexico that is trying to uh make it legal over there there's no way they're going to outdo us that's the, the thinking of this government. Um, but they put all these plans in place, right? They put these words in place because it gives you a negative connotation. If you think of marijuana, people think, oh, yeah, it comes from Mexico. It comes right. from them, them chinks over there and all this other stuff. So if you give it a derogatory name, then you can identify people. And that's really what it did. Then it turned into, well, the slave trade ain't going to work no more, right? Mm -hmm. So now we need to have some, we need to have some chattel. We need some, some people to do the work. Well, yeah, get them caught up on the hemp. Right. Mm -hmm. You you get caught with some. Now you got three strikes or however many. Now you're doing 20 years. That's crazy. Right. We still got brothers in jail on cannabis charges. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was just a way to keep the money flowing, but in a different direction. That prison, mm -hmm. that pipeline, the prison pipe uh, whole thing we got going. Everything comes back to cannabis, the medical in industry, uh, pharmaceutical companies. They're not. It was on our pharmacopoeia. So there's this big book. Um, that they have all the herbs that you can use in medicine, right? Cannabis was on those books up until the 30s. And then they took it off, 
mm-hmm. right? Because then the pharmaceutical company would lose money. This is all about money, mm-hmm. right? Al- it's all mm-hmm. about money that is done. The dollar isn't worth a dollar, you know, and that's a whole nother conversation. But it mm-hmm. comes back to these people not having a resource. Mm-hmm. And if you give people the tools, like look at right now, if I can heal myself and I don't have to go to the doctor, Oh, it's a problem. It's I'm a, a traditional problem. midwife. If the more women that I can tell that you can take care of yourself, then I become a target. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's legal in Ohio, just so people know, um, <laughs> that you can birth at home and you can have a traditional midwife because you have to say those things so that people know. But it becomes a matter of if you're taking their money away, right? Mm-hmm. And then and now it becomes, well, it's a free market. You're you going to tell me I can make money? You can Anybody can hustle We. Right? right, and anybody can hustle cannabis. You can sell it, and you got wherever you need for the week. But it it became a point that you don't want people to thrive. You don't want people to be self sustainable. So you have to keep this image and this fear going. Right. That's why everybody had dare at school. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody had. I was. I'm 44 and then years those old. Officers would go home and smoke a damn joint. <laughs> they in the car. That's I cannot stand. Oh my right? goodness. The police are are confiscating all, making a big old mm-hmm. uh, cannabis bus, and half of it making back to the state. I mm-hmm. experienced that personally. Like I got put, and I didn't have nearly 200 grams. If I wouldn't know. <laughs> but um, no, right. I had right. I had a little over like 40 grams on me, and I literally had just got it, and I got pulled over. And they took all of it, but it kind of played in my favor, but it kind of made me realize that they were kind of sketchy because they only mm-hmm. wrote a certain amount on there and mm-hmm. I knew what they took from me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so y'all, it was some good ass bud too. So I was like, so I know y'all took that home. Right, where the rest of it go? I was like, okay, I'll take these lesser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right, but you have to, if, but if you would have known your rights, right, it would have been a totally different situation. Yeah. Right, and even when you get pulled over right now, these police officers don't know the law. Mm-hmm. Man, they, don't, they really don't. They don't know they don't the law. law school. No. They don't any law they don't you know nan revised code but right. the part comes in you go to challenge them now their ego is hurt yeah. because you know more than they do because you went to training all you did was physical training for f- so many fucking weeks <laughs> mm-hmm. are you kidding me mm-hmm. you don't know not one law tell me the revised code that i just first of all would you pull me over for mm-hmm. right that's that's a whole nother conversation because you turn those lights on i need to know what's the emergency is there somebody dead right. what's going on <laughs> because you don't even have the right to do that Right. Mm -hmm. But because we don't know that and because, you know, we half ass learn it and then we want to challenge it at the same time. That's when they can, you know, flex their muscle on. Right. But when it comes to this, it's like, know what the rules are here in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Right. Know what you can get a ticket for, what you can't get a ticket for. And even if they do take it, I tell people all the time, CBD is so, so legal. So legal here in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. You could get it at the gas station, mm-hmm. right? So if you get pulled over, I got CBD, prove it. Right. Because they don't have the equipment. that They don't have a testing facility down at Y'all the listening? <laughs> There is no drop that you can put on it to say that it's cannabis because even CBD has THC in it. Right. Even that, and the, and I'm as, about to go tell all the all the games. <laughs> and when you go and when and Quietus is kept, it's not even activated. The THC is not activated yep, in that plant right. until you heat it up. So right now you just what are you busting me for? I got a plant. Yeah, it's bagged up. I mean, maybe because I like my herbs in the bag. Yep. Right. <laughs> so you have to know how to work the wow. system. Right. I've seen that many times. Yeah. Um, that's my tea. Yeah. What are you? What are you gonna Bye. take my tea from? Why you got it? Why you got it like that? Why it smell like that? Because it's fragrant. It grew outside. What do you mean? Lavender smells good. Mint smells good. <laughs> exactly. Rosemary smells good. I can smell that when I'm walking in the store. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between that and my cannabis? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And if because you didn't roll up on the car and it's not, I don't have the joint in my mouth. 
and it's not lit, mm-hmm. then what is the, what are you doing? Why are you even searching my car? Number one, we might have to bring you back for a uh, uh, other uh, conversation. Yeah. When we start talking the about the law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had a great partner at the you know at the time where we that was a part of what we had to know mm-hmm. and, and what I was beginning to know, and I'm still in that phase of learning. Yes. So because I mean I still get nervous. You, them light is PTSD. Yes. Them lights come on, you be like, oh fuck, I don't even want to go through the whole thing. Yeah. And then why are you pulling me over? What do you need to know? Why are you asking me for my ID? You don't need it because you have to be. It's something you got to know every day right you got to yeah. practice it every day so that you don't get caught up because that's what they're waiting for right. even when you're pregnant and you go mm-hmm. to the hospital the moment they smell fear they'll do anything they want to you yep. right oh, yeah. oh, yeah. and you tell them you got can they'll come into you like we found some cannabis in your system we're gonna have to call a social mm-hmm. worker mm-hmm. oh then we get nervous like oh, okay well i only did it this time and i only did now you're giving them too much fucking mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. don't tell them people nothing it's crazy because when i was um when I had my daughter and I refused the vaccine, they was talking about calling the social yep, worker. Yeah, and I'm sitting here like, yeah, and I'm. They was just like, yeah, because, but only because you know I start try to start at home, mm-hmm. and they were just they kept giving me the timeline of my like. Birth. Yeah, yeah. They was like, well, you, you start at home and you shouldn't have did that, and so mm-hmm. basically they kept trying to behave as if I'm putting my daughter in mm-hmm. like this continuous harm. So That's irritating, terrifying. yeah. That's and what scary. they and what they don't even what we don't know is on the little fine print, like on these vaccination schedules, it said it is recommended. It doesn't say it's mandatory. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you can sign. Right? You can you can fill out a paper and file it yep. like with them, so you don't have to do any of that. Yeah, and Nurse it. Nancy don't know nothing. No, so that if she just the same. I, I, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what my boss told me to do, so I'm going to do it, and blah blah blah. Okay, you don't know. And then when you ask for, here's the irritating part: when you ask for the ingredients, they're not going to give you the box. They're not going to give you the the jar, whatever it comes in, whatever they got. They're not going to show you none of that. They're going to print something off Google and it's going to tell you the side effects and all this other stuff. And I remember just being like doped up in the hospital like what is going on they're trying to give me to sign all these papers they showing me the stuff and i'm like i want the real information what is in this vaccine oh this is vitamin a and mm-hmm. it's for this but what is it right what is it because right. i could get vitamin a from my cabinet you know i got some herbs that can mm-hmm. give me that so it's that challenge you they, nobody wants to be challenged because they think they know everything right and then that's another thing so when you do know your rights you also have to be ready to stand up for them mm-hmm. because it's one thing to know and it's another thing to do because that's when that PTSD start kicking yep. in because now you're like, oh, man. Or you don't even want to go through it. it. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Because now this 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 is going to lead to something else. But You'll conceive. Like, mm-hmm. even you, when we got here, you're like, oh, do I really have to? And sometimes you got to apply that pressure. Like, yeah, yep, yeah. I, you got to. You're going to have to take one for the team. Right. right, and that's you got it, or even that's why you have a doula when you go to the I was hospital. Say, I, wanted to say, I wanted to point that out. Two things, um, terms: doula, midwife, and naturopath. Okay, so um, I have just come to the startling realization after our fluoride conversation <laughs> that part in yeah. the Dennis Hunt mm-hmm. that part of the problem that I have is. Having these natural expectations for medicine pushers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so what I was like is you that you know what it's it's trying like trying to fit a circle in a square, and I would be at a lot more peace and at ease if I just went to places and people who spoke my language and mm-hmm. understand my goals. Mm-hmm. So having the doula mm-hmm. or a midwife mm-hmm. or 
you know, having that back as a as a, as a support. I ain't gonna say as a backup, but as a support to your knowledge and what you're doing when you're giving birth mm-hmm. is fucking essential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you care, because if you're out, like she said, I I, I ended up get, I came in fine, and I ended mm-hmm. up getting to a point where I was now high and groggy, mm-hmm. and now I I don't feel like I'm thinking with my best mind. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, you can't have I had about eight people in my delivery room, right. and now you can't have that. So you may not have your mama and babe. Mm-hmm, you may not have mm-hmm. auntie, grandma, and mom. You may not have the board Which there to so speak crazy. on you. So now you need that other person. They cannot deny a doula in the room. Mm-hmm. They cannot put them out. Mm-hmm. Right? So having the doula or that midwife in there to speak on your behalf and to speak a language, because the doula know your language and the doctor's mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need sometimes. Mm-hmm. You need a translator that, when you're in that. Exactly or it. take yourself out of the system. All together. Ooh. If you're tired of arguing with UH and Cleveland Clinic and Metro, quit going. Yeah. There are literally doctors who specialize in mm-hmm. herbal remedies, natural mm-hmm. remedies. They still do blood work. They mm-hmm. still do lab testing. That's true. They mm-hmm. assess you at where you're at, and then they put you. They give you a plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. To naturally heal yourself. Yep. And and like and it's sad to say, but like a lot of times we want what's free. Yep. Was cheap. Yep. Was easy. Was quick. Was convenient. Yep. yep. And guess what? <laughs> show me a shortcut. I'll show you a quick death. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. So, you asked about terminology. So, a doula is she's your support person. Mm-hmm. She does all the emotional support, right? Mm-hmm. She should know terminology because it is a dog eat dog work when you get in there, right? Mm-hmm. And the nurse is sure. like, oh my God, she knows Girl, something. You're you trying to do my job, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, me as a traditional midwife, um, it's different than a midwife at a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. They go to nursing school, they go to college, blah, blah, blah. They go through this board certification. They can only work at a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Traditional midwives usually apprentice under someone. We go through other workshop trainings, and then our apprentice says that you're ready to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the advocacy is a part, is a whole thing. You need to know their language, just like mm-hmm. law. You need to know the language. That's why I said to you earlier, you need a black slot dictionary so it's kind of like even your doula has to take that step further to do the research to understand what it is that they're giving you in the hospital so that you can speak for you because what they do is make you groggy Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, here come all the paperwork. Oh, you just got to sign it real quick. Trying to tell you. You got to sign it real quick. <laughs> it's okay to sign this. You'd be like, oh, what is it? No, yep. don't worry. It's just a consent form. It just yep. says that you're not going to make us liable <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. for what we are doing. What, we, mm-hmm. what we're telling you they we're, have to do for you. I put the suction cup on your head and the baby got something wrong. Oh, but you signed the form. Right. So you didn't hold me liable. It's just a part of birth. Oof. What? I'm getting heated. Pause, <laughs> right? Cerebral palsy and stuff. It's It's, it's real. It's um, real. And the then suction, ha- suctioning the baby out, just for people who do not know, in case it happens or the, it comes up, them suctioning on the head is known and linked and proven to cause cerebral palsy. There was a whole class action suit about it about nine years ago. And it's still, I think you can still like join into it, but it came to a head. And mm-hmm. they had to pay a lot of people a lot of money mm-hmm. because they had kids that could... That, Arms were jacked up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I you're literally desuctioning right. the most right. sensitive yeah. part yeah. of their body. Right. And when a baby's born, like, isn't their crown chakra like wide open? Yes, yes. yes. So you're literally that's why you damaging that. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a like, spiritual level, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. I, that's so a whole nother conversation. No, it's not because it is because um, these are ancestors coming through. I don't exactly. care who right. you are, okay, so. what you believe. These are ancestors that said we got other stuff to do out here. So I'm I chose you, yeah, right? Right? You're gonna come. Th- I'm gonna come through. We are gonna learn the lessons again together. Mm-hmm. You gonna help me. I'm gonna help you. Right? right. So you are. They are taking away the significance <laughs> of 
birth, even the process, even the way the baby passes through and all the, the juices that are down there, they have to coat the baby's face, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're taking that away from I, my mom and I have a, a conversation because she's a nurse and she had a C-section and she said, maybe that was something wrong with you because you didn't get all the juices that you needed <laughs> on you, right? That's because that's essential and it's important. Mm-hmm. And I even tell moms that, you know, when you have a home birth, it's either, it's not about trusting me. Mm-hmm. And it's not about trusting that doctor's office. Mm-hmm. It's about trusting your fucking self. Mm-hmm. If you don't trust yourself, then there's nothing I can do for you. Mm-hmm. It's nothing the doctor's office can do for you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And then I've had some clients where they want to. We want to do tandem care, right? And I'm like, okay, you can go get some blood work because I really don't do that, right? I'm not really concerned about your blood work. I mean, unless you got something going on, I really don't. That's not my issue. Mm-hmm. So I even tell them like, you have to lessen your your reliance on that. Because you're only going there because you think that white coat makes them an authority. Mm-hmm. You think they're all of a sudden they know everything. And mm-hmm. you walking in and you're going to tell me that somebody knows more about your body mm-hmm. that knows you for 15 minutes than you know with your whole being that you live with. Come yes. on, yes. Yes, and even on that, so with my, I have one child and with my experience going through like um, starting with the OBGYN and switching over to a midwife, I went into the doctor's office to like you know because they have to give you the form that okay we took the test and you're pregnant Mm -hmm. and they were telling me like oh you're not where you are yet and I was like no this is the day that I made this baby Mm -hmm. so this is where I am and I know for a fact Mm -hmm. that this is it so I didn't even end up getting like the eight week ultrasound that they give you until I was almost like 15 weeks because Mm -hmm. they didn't think I was pregnant Mm -hmm. I was just like okay so that was the first instance I was like I gotta find a different route to do Mm -hmm. this yeah, they'll they'll be like, well, let me give you the ultrasound so we can know for sure. We can check the measurements. They mm-hmm. make it real scientific. But I'm like, so you're gonna tell me I don't know when my last period was, mm-hmm. and I can't. Or when I laid down and made this baby, like we know, it's a lot of us. If we're really in tune with our body, as soon we as we know. lay down, oh, you know, I'm like, damn, that, that was the one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was the one. Damn. Right there. Now I'm pregnant. Now you're like, oh, I gotta wait the four weeks for the fucking confirmation. But I know what just happened here. That is or crazy. Like, so little inkling yeah it happened yeah you not not happened but you like you know i'm gonna wait i don't want to know yet so i'm gonna wait three weeks and then yeah because we got to go through that denial like i don't know if i was really because you were intentional we have to know that (laughs) when we're laying down that we're doing this right that's the point of sex (laughs) is to procreate so you're gonna have a baby right talk about that we just fucking right we we got a question i'm stretching we just fucking so we got a good we got a question um, for all the mothers. Uh, so did any yeah, of you. Oh, yeah, right. So did any of your children get vaccinated at birth? Any of them? Mm-mm. My son did because it was like almost six years ago. And mm-hmm. like my views and stuff have changed a lot since then. Um, right. So like now I don't think I would but yeah I did a lot of things I just went with whatever I was mm-hmm. like 21 mm-hmm. years old yep. and I was like I've never done this before yeah. I didn't have any guidance any knowledge and I was like yeah just tell me what to do and I'll do it basically mm-hmm. I didn't vaccinate Jack's that day I had other issues you said that about. day <laughs> I didn't, but what happened was they did this whatever the heel stick is where they do mm-hmm. a test with a heel stick mm-hmm. and I let them do that because it's supposed to tell you something right and then when we went back uh, when you go back like the next day or three days after birth they mm-hmm. said they had to do it again because it was abnormal I was like oh no shit give mm-hmm. me the vaccines mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. shit you know what I mean so I got him vaccinated when he was about a week 
And he did. He did fine. He never got a fever. He never did. Like, he was like a G. Mm-hmm. He was just like, this is what we doing, mom? And I'm like, yeah, dude, you know, I'm, I'm doing <laughs> I don't know. It. And he did it. But I didn't do it there. I had an affidavit. I had, I, had, I had so many issues because my child's father would not sign the birth certificate. And my and my baby went and latched to my other titty, mm-hmm. so <laughs> just the one titty, just the one. He would only oh, eat damn. off the one side. He went, so this titty was literally this big, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was like that size. <laughs> Not the real <laughs> life example. <laughs> 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 the size. So, so I literally told them, unless somebody is signing this birth certificate. Or making this milk come out this titty, don't bring me nothing else. Do you know they didn't even come take my baby picture? Nobody would come in my room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. And they they put me out after like I left the hospital twenty nine hours after I gave birth. Mm-hmm. They literally they put me out early wow. as shit. They was like, oh she can go. She because because mm-hmm. I wasn't running up the bill. Yeah, I had no drugs. I had mm-hmm. no epidural. I was there for two fucking shifts. Mm-hmm. The nurse that checked me in had went home and came back and delivered the mm-hmm. baby because she was like, "Okay, you just not leaving." Right. So they were tired of me, and then I, and I was, and I had a doula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had Brenda there. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Mm mm, mm-hmm. right." And I had eight people there, like I said. Mm-hmm. So once they can't make no money off of you, you can leave the bed. Yeah, because they literally couldn't. They didn't even come around to take my baby pictures at the hospital. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. Okay, I so night. I didn't vaccinate yeah. at all. Uh, yeah. The heel pricks, I'm familiar with that. I was apprehensive about them even putting ointment on my son's eyes because mm-hmm. I was like, what are y'all, oh, yeah. what are y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's that that's I, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, why, <laughs> that's that's I was like, why are y'all rubbing stuff on yeah. his face? Like, So yeah. I was very against all that. And even to this day, like, I, I actually have a checkup for him coming because I like to get his weight done. That's really why I'm like, okay, let's just handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, but <laughs> they try to talk me into vaccines every mm-hmm. single time and they try to make of me course. feel like I'm doing something wrong by not vaccinating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm putting him... Mm-hmm. They literally told me my son had to get stitches because he jumped off the bed and hit my desk. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to have tetanus They, they wanted him to get tetanus shot, but they literally were, like, trying to make me feel like by walking out of the hospital me and my son were gonna die Mm -hmm. like I was literally killing my baby and they (laughs) sent three people in to talk to me and I'm just like yep We'll take our chances. <laughs> but it's so funny because they they come as a gang, right? Really? They, they always got the main one with the paper, the clipboard, whatever. And then like everybody the else around girls. you, they sitting there yep, like at the, end, at the bed. They all like. So um, he said why? that you don't said want that you denied yep. you denied your vaccine. Why? why did? Because I'm not I'm not giving it to her. Get the fuck out. Did you know that? And then they was like, well, they just try and you know, maybe you. we no, might consider really a, calling a social worker. Maybe you, maybe you can speak to one of those. I'm like, call everybody. No, that's you not. You want to call somebody? Call <laughs> everybody up in here. Call your supervisor. Call the social worker supervisor. My bad, I got a little passion. Right? <laughs> call everybody. And for me, I had was the my bonus children. I know they, because they're older, I know they were vaccinated. And then my children, I stopped with my, my one daughter who's now, how old are you, 19? Yep, I stopped with her because right after I, she got a vaccination, she broke out in like lichen planus, which is like um, it's like a fungus all over your body, and I was just like, uh, I don't know, I don't even know if it came from the vaccination, but I'm like, ah, we ain't gonna try that no right. more, mm-hmm. right? And then when I when I had the second set of children, because I was you were what 13, 12. How old were you when I had the last? I don't know. I'm six. You weren't six. No, he's six. I oh, six. and you were. 
So 13. So you're 13 years apart. So these, the new set of children, they just different, the right? The new set of children. <laughs> the new set. My new set, the new, practice, the new practice children, um, they don't have anything. Like, I didn't do circumcision. I didn't I circumcise did, either. You came with it, you're going to keep it. Right. Um, the, the vaccinations, no, don't put nothing in them. That I don't know about, they need breast milk, and that's it. Yes. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm In the last two, because I had them at home, I didn't have to go through that. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not about to go through it. I let my uh, midwife do the, the heel stick. And I was really like, why? Yeah. Uh, it's really not necessary. She's like, because we're gonna see, they're going to see if they got some yeah. kind of anomaly. I was like, mm-hmm. well, what do I care? Is this for boys or something? No, they do it for everybody. That, they they not, stick they them on the bottom on of their the foot. Heel. And they put the blood oh, sample. Oh, okay. And, it's like, yeah. Yeah. and then they send it out. My head. They send it off to the health department. <laughs> and it'll to come back if they've got any kind of the rare genetic disease <laughs> that you could probably stop them from having but I'm like if they already got it you're already here what am right. I going to do Right. Yeah. we're going to deal with it because you're here we right. had a few things in here we had one how do you feel about forceps delivery forceps yes oh no what is forceps that delivery? means those that clamp that they put inside oh. you to get the baby they out they do that oh my god yeah it kind of. so if you look you know like the speculum they use for your peer, uh, oh, do your pap smear yeah. so just kind of think of that instrument but it looked like two big spoons Right? Like a salad, like a salad spoon. Yeah, two salad spoons, and they'll put them up in you to help coax the baby down and out. Nah, I'm I told them if, so. Okay, so that was a no. Yeah, that's a no. Um, and then um, after that, we had. What can they do if you refuse the vaccination? Did your doula have to provide paperwork? Mm-mm. I mean, yep. I could sh- I could share my experience. Um, all they're gonna do is try to convince yes. you, scare you into getting it. But they they can't do nothing because it's optional. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people feel as if they have to vaccinate their child in that moment, but that's how they will word it. Like you just have to listen to the usage and the tone just say when no. they speak. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it because they make it seem like you're opting out of something. Like it's right. not even mandatory for me to do this. Yeah. So you have to know the the wording, right? Mm-hmm. But know I, that you don't have to say yes to anything. Right. You don't. I lost a question because I had got out of the live for a second. Well, I'm still here, so. And, um. and let's. So here's the thing, too. Like, always know that if there is something wrong with your child, right, you want to be able to go. That's what hospitals are for. They're here yes. for emergencies and something that I can't do, mm-hmm. right? So where they try to trip you up is, is that they will say that you're neglecting your child. Mm-hmm. That's called medical neglect. And that is what they will take parents to jail for or try to get you to go to court for because they think you're neglecting your child. But vaccinations and things like that or how I birth my child is not neglect. It is a conscious decision that I'm making. But if your child has, you know, came back and they've got like cancer and you don't really know what to do or you don't have an arsenal or a natural doctor to help steer you another way, then, yeah, you probably want to hear Mm-hmm. what they're offering so that you can make an educated decision. That's mm-hmm. really what it is at the end of the day. You need to make an educated decision that's best for you. And sometimes it, it is to go with the medical route. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because they're specialized. You find a specialized doctor that you've been doing this, but even though you're still practicing, mm-hmm. right? But you find someone that you trust 
that will help you along that way and will help educate you as right. you go wrong. A lot of times that's where they will get the people tripped up because they'll use the word like, well, you're neglecting the baby. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's a vaccine is not neglecting. Ethylomycin right. on their eye and I don't have an STD is not neglecting right. my baby. <laughs> right? A vitamin K shot is not neglecting my baby. And that vitamin K, they'll tell you, oh my God, the baby's going to bleed out. They're going to hemorrhage. And I'm like, they hey, really oh trying to make think your baby is going to die. I'm like, the baby just got here. And, and it's, it's sad because they believe it. Because yeah. they like, even with me, like, yeah, um, like not getting the cord cut immediately, they were, when I, because t- when I tell you, I went into this, like, I was like, okay, once I had that experience, I was like, okay, I got to go home and do my research, really understand what this pregnancy thing is about, because mm-hmm. I see they're on some mm-hmm. bullshit already. Mm-hmm. And then the next appointment, I came in, like, with my birth plan printed out, I had one for the nurse, one for the doctor, I was mm-hmm. like, this is how we're doing this, this is how it's about to go, this is the doctor's office I'm switching to. And everything, and then by the end of my pregnancy, they were like so tired of, of you. Me. <laughs> oh my god, here she goes. The paperwork like, again. Yes, like I was like, no. Nah, according to my birth you. chart, this is what's going mm-hmm. down right. today. Oh, because when you come in with a plan, they are like, what? I mean, is my that? Uh, birth plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Birth birth plan. Like, my birth plan. I know that's I heard that astrology chart. That's what's She has one of those. Yeah. This is cute. Wait till the pain kicks in. Yeah. And here I was, no nothing. Yeah, I didn't, around, I didn't around, mm-hmm. chilling, begging for more popsicles. Yep, and they, they say it's a joke be, when you get so there. They be so mad. Mm-hmm. They be so mad. Because or now even you're they in told control. Me I had to labor. They were like, "Well, we want to give you some pitocin because you're at nine inches, and I want you to push at ten. I said, "Oh, if I lay down, the baby about to come out because I felt it. I was standing mm-hmm. up and I felt. It. I was like, if I lay down, I can push them. Well, you may get tears. Let me push. She pretty got a question. She said, how slash what should one research in regards to seeing how to legally decline vaccines in their state? Uh you can Google that. But you yeah, you can go to the um C D C. You can go to um I'm trying to think. The what? CDC is like a really good one that you can look at. But it's really like there's no, you're not going to find a lot of information that says that you shouldn't do it. You're mm-hmm. going to find everything that says that you should do it. Mm-hmm. So what you really have to go with is what's in your mind um, and what's in your heart and what's on your, yeah, what you're thinking. Like if you know that it's not right, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of really what the research is. I mean, because what do you think they're about to like leak all every ingredient that's in there? Right. They're well, not. I don't know. Maybe I don't know because I interpreted this question a little bit differently. Um, but as far as like paperwork and filing, the only thing I've ever had to file in regards to exempting my child from mm. a vaccine okay. was like um, when I admitted him to or uh, enrolled him in daycare, like for part time. Like, oh, if, oh yeah. he, if they're not vaccinated, you have to go online and get a form from the state. Yep. So you can literally just look up vaccine exemption form. Ohio, oh, yeah. Texas, California. I, I write those, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 write, I write those because I've had to do the same thing for my children. So like thank you for reinterpreting the question. Um, because, yeah, if you find somebody like myself or somebody that's knowledgeable, you can do it yourself, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Because it's r- literally just a sheet that says this is the Rofi's code and I'm just exempting my child from it. It's not even a big thing. You don't even have to. I tell people to get it notarized if you want to because it just, you know, legitimizes it in their eyes. But that is a, when, when you decide not to vaccinate your child, you have to be firm in that decision because mm-hmm. every time you go, when you do the well care, so like now Jackson isn't getting shots, but he's at benchmarks 
for more shots, but he mm-hmm. hasn't gotten shots since this mm-hmm. age. And now he's almost four and he has to get a physical every year mm-hmm. for daycare. So then the daycare is like, well, this isn't his complete shot record. Oh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yep. <laughs> it's complete. All right. Yep. And so every time you go to the doctor for that physical, they're like, hey, Rudabella mm-hmm. number three ain't given. And it's like, you know, it ain't going to get right. gotten. But and so you got the, you, that's why you have to be firm is because you're literally, especially if you're using daycare, especially if mm-hmm. you're in the school system, in a public school system, mm-hmm. you're always going to have to have that conversation. Yep, and that's honestly, I always wonder why natural people, why healers, I always wonder why they were so separate and inaccessible. And now I see why. Mm-hmm. Because this is literally a headache to deal with it is, and you regular people. To. Not regular people, but it you is. Know, like the common folk. And it's, I used to be annoying. a child care director. I feel like it's just more systems more than anything. And it is. Exempting exactly being... Fuck, I mean, fuck an exemption form, paper. I mean, you could do you could do that yourself like without all that. You you are the exemption. Yep. You come and you be like, no. And you need paper. <laughs> I am not taking a vaccine. Right. There you, go, like. you just don't want to deal with that stuff, oh, though. Like, you don't, and that's why you just do everything. We had the conversation about Ford because I got, like, lectured by um, a, a, a dental a, hygienist a, on the phone. No, that wasn't the hygienist. It was the secretary. <laughs> no, I was talking to the dental oh, hygienist. Oh, the hygienist. Yeah, and she was like, I was like, oh, is it okay? I was like, no, I just told her, I think. I was like, we're going to bring our own toothpaste. That's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, can I ask why? And, like, mm-hmm. so I just told her. Like, we don't use fluoride, and my son, like, doesn't even like your toothpaste anyways. Like, we tried it. We tried it That's before, important. He was, like, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm not, he was like, like, not doing it. So bad. So I was like, people so hate when you respect reasons. your children. Yeah. They hate All it. right. And she just, like, lectured me. Yep. Like, to- literally told me he was going to die. Like, his teeth were all going to rot out. And, like They'll we do that anyway. Gonna- yeah, and I was like, and she told me this whole story about these people, and I was like, sometimes you, I see for me personally, I'd rather just not. I'd rather just find somebody more. Yeah, natural yeah, and that's why I say I always wondered why <laughs> those why people why it was like that because I knew of people who kind of were on their own beat, and I always wondered why. I was like, why don't you just come to UH? I like you. Oh no, because you like, have I to see why you have to. It, it becomes because when you become less reliant on the system mm-hmm. you kind of got to go into hiding because i've had people be yeah, like yeah. i don't want my friend my children to play with your children because they're not vaccinated are you fucking kidding me really that's how we do it you know what so we'll just we won't play with nobody how about yeah. that we'll play with each other they yeah. got siblings yeah, and stuff like that, that yeah <laughs> it is because and i had to learn that even you know in a partnership is that that was because i didn't grow up with siblings like my me and my sibling are 20 years apart so it was a matter of like we were having more children because a part of that is that they need each other because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of other people that no. think like we do so mm-hmm. then I can't I'm not about to subject my children to like their parents views and they just don't get it mm-hmm. I'm not about to go to a daycare and then I gotta come with all my paperwork yeah, that, for my child quickly. to sit there for eight hours number one I'm not gonna I don't even want you teaching my child thank you what it is I was just about to say yeah. that I don't well, that's why you that's, have to do everything you have separate. to and, and then I you just, don't realize it until you get it like you don't. one day they made the mistake of sending me Jack's lunch home Excuse me? Yeah, like he, they they had a play. They played outside because yep. it was nice and they didn't have enough room for eating. And Jack's only does a half a day. So when I got there, she's like, oh, we packed up his lunch. It was breaded fish sticks that didn't even taste like they were heated. You know how stuff tastes like it thawed mm-hmm. out but wasn't cooked? It was um, peas, which I'm quite fond of peas. <laughs> and um, it was 
like fruit and syrup, like maybe like smashed apples or like roasted apples mm-hmm. or something like that and bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like so much that they do that pyramid by. Mm-hmm. And I said, Jackson, well, what did you eat? I would drink my milk. Milk. You oh, my God. Milk? You getting the cow milk. And it was like, <laughs> I told, they said, do you want to have milk or water? And I said, water. Always <laughs> water. Like, always water. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't been on lactose mm-hmm. ever. And like, I think one of the People Gerber don't formulas. Understand that, that but, and, and it's like, I, and so with his, but he's on a few different systems because his dad's side mm-hmm. will let him have chocolate milk mm. or whatever. And he, he can tolerate it. It's not a, mm-hmm. like he can't tolerate right. it. I just don't give it to him. Right. Especially not doing low vitamin D season. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and the milk, the milk industry is a whole nother thing because I used to be a child care director and that I would tell them like, okay, I don't want to order this amount of milk because we're not drinking and it. And if you don't, mm-hmm. And then we don't order. They're penalizing us for not ordering. So then I have to over order an abundance of the fucking cow milk. And then if parents want to come in, they got to label their uh, almond milk. They got to do this. They let me bring in. My son barely lasted the daycare because I was like, y'all are not about to have him in You're nickeling like down this. to me? Like, yes, Mm-mm. and then I, you're paying all that money and it's you're feeding. When I seen the food... That's what I like, because I was like, I need y'all to print me out a menu so I know what he's eating every day. Trash. And when I started seeing it, and then they write on their papers, like, oh, this is what they ate today. This like, y'all are in here making my sunny. They wouldn't let me pack a lunch. Mm-hmm. And you're, no, he's eating rice and COVID, peas it's every worse. day. Yep. It's worse because you can't bring in outside things unless they're in the Shit. infantry. So... <laughs> Now, well, that's what they, you know, yeah, that's, that's what the they're thing. telling that's you. That's what they're telling you. That's, and then that's the their milk, rule. The mm-hmm. dentist, the, I had hemp and coconut oil toothpaste. And when I asked my dentist, could we bring the toothpaste? They were like, well, coconut, well, we try to keep all nut products out of the office for allergy purposes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's cute. I got charcoal too. Right. Um, and so that's how we got out of that. But I just realized that I was like, every time I go somewhere with this, hippie list of requests, I'm going to have static. Mm-hmm. So I got on Clubhouse and mm-hmm. I found a whole bunch of doctors who are in a whole mm-hmm. network with a whole bunch of other doctors. Yep. And I'm a firm believer in, even when I worked in a system where I had insurance, I would always get the plan that was like, basically, if I'm about to die, I'll pay $3,000 right. and then they'll cover the rest. Because honestly, that's what I've always needed. Yep. Because I've never been sickly and this mm-hmm. and that and all that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not about to pay y'all the most amount for if something happens right. to me, I can right. be covered up to a certain amount anyway and I'm still gonna have a deductible nah mm-hmm. charge me like two dollars a month and if shit hits the fan I'll just <laughs> right. pay out the pocket and I was like if this has been literally me for the last 10 years why would I go against that right with healthcare you know what mm-hmm. I mean like honestly even if I had a naturopath doctor and they're more expensive I'm only going once if my arm's right. falling off or something you know what I mean yep. like most of our problems are um inflammatory issues anyway so get you a chiropractor get you a, a chi- physical oh. therapist mm-hmm. get you those things and that'll fix a lot of your physical ailment yep. with your diet mm-hmm. so if you get your diet in control yep. and then you get your alignment in mm-hmm. and you get do, do some mindfulness do some soul searching you'll literally be healthy you will not need yep. these doctors all these chronic diseases and discomforts are shit you created for yourself right. And homeschool mm-hmm. your children. I know it, it might be difficult. <laughs> I know it might be difficult out there for moms and stuff like that. But we have to come out of that system of working. Mm-hmm. So I was in it because that's what I thought we had to do. Like you got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then it's so it, you either get with somebody that is in agreement with that, and then or you find a way to 
sustain your your livelihood, right? Yeah. So I had to come off of, okay, well, I can be a midwife, I can make products, I can be a natural path, I can do that, and then the universe will open up the opportunities Amen. for you, right? Yes. Because yes. there is Amen. no way. I've, I've never had boys, so this is my first go around, and the universe gave me three of them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I had to send them to school, and I was a teacher. I used to teach in Cleveland School. I taught for 10 years, and then I retired myself because... If I had to send my son to school as active as they are, somebody would be on my phone all day. Like, could you please come and get him? Could you please come and get him? Yes, he won't sit down. He won't sit down. And I'm like, no, developmentally, he needs to run around. And even how we homeschool is fluid. He's six years old, and no, they don't read fluently yet. Mm -hmm. No, they can write and they identify stuff. But if you sit there and ask my son about dinosaurs or a conversation, or it will blow your mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not really prescribing to what everybody else is doing and it does kind of alienate you and isolate you from everybody else because I'll have my friends even I'm not like a vegan you know I'm a selective omnivore that's what I call myself but you know my friends from like college will be like so if we come over there we gonna eat air will you having grass and I'm like well you don't have you know you don't have to come over here you can eat before you get here right. if that's what you want but you know if we were having grass well you're more than welcome it tastes delicious because I cook right. really well right <laughs> um, but you have to then look at you know who your circle is and who's in your village and how you can work together as a community of people of like-mindedness yes. right um and then finding that because it's difficult out here we are like needles and haystacks and support each other in it mm-hmm. and yeah. educate each other in it and enlighten each other in it mm-hmm. um so like even when i had put on my facebook i was like y'all i'm going i shared the, the flyer and i was like i'm going to learn today y'all already know I ain't with the shits, but I'm open-minded to learning mm-hmm. because I know that there's a whole nother side to everything that I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's the truth. There's your version. There's my version. Right. There's a whole lot of versions. And so just even moms out here listening, if your child is in daycare, if your child is not homeschooled, if you are not prepared to leave the workforce, don't take what we're saying as, you know, an attack or this. It's just a, right. it's, a it's another approach. Mm-hmm. You and know what I mean? And it, and, it, and it is. And, there, and you have to, and I'm a firm believer, you have to wing yourself out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, people know I used to teach. I used to work for the school systems. Mm-hmm. Um, on, and when I got pregnant, <laughs> I said, it's my kid or them kids. <laughs> and I had to say, fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> Respectfully. Mm-hmm. I had to say it because I knew me. Mm-hmm. And the way I gave, I was able to give because I did not have my own. But I always swore that once I had my own children, I would not be that teacher paying somebody to raise my kid mm-hmm. while I came and raised other people's. Yeah. I mm-hmm. knew it from jump. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? And then you would have an attitude. Like you, real. I would be at work all day long with other people's kids and children. And I would be like, okay. And then I would get home to like my girls at the time. And I would be like, don't ask me. Fucking See, yeah. Don't talk to me. I done dealt with other people's children all day. And then you want me to deal with you? Figure it out. And it would be frustrating for them. You know, she might not say, now you're traumatic. You okay? Right. <laughs> um, therapy. Um, but then I had to realize like when the second set came, like, and I was even working in the childcare facility, like, yeah, all day with y'all. Oh, is beautiful. I love you, each and every one of you. But you know, much is over here, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a process because I was in that. I got to go to work. I got to do this. How am I going to function? And then when I really um, didn't have a job, I was like, oh, like first year, I was like, this is. First of all, you got to get used to being at home. 
which is a whole nother horse. If you worked at, worked every day of your life, and all of a sudden now you at home with your children, you like what? Are you, you feel like you're not doing what anything. we doing? I mean, you have right? went through COVID before COVID, <laughs> right? We quarantining, right? <laughs> and I've been in a quarantine because I just had my daughter last year. So COVID, I had her February 26. Oh, then COVID, COVID hit. So hit. I don't. I'm like, I, y'all got COVID. Yeah. I got postpartum. So right. what are y'all talking about? Because right. I don't know. I've been at home with her and all the other ones. So it is a process. Even you know how you eat is a process. Process, you know, I use because she only because she's here. But I remember trying to do the juices, the smoothies. Say we're not gonna eat the meat. This was my this daughter was the one where I went. She would go over to dad's house, and I'm like, "What'd you eat all weekend?" Well, I had a hamburger with macaroni and cheese on it, and what I'm like, "What in the hell is y'all doing over there?" But now she's the one who's a vegetarian. Talking about, I don't want the chicken. No, you make it. Oh my god, you're not even. And then for a while, I was like, "What am I gonna feed you?" Right, and then it turned into like. Oh, well, she got to eat. We all got to eat it, yep. right? We all got to lessen our dependency. And then, I, you know, where I live at right now, I live with somebody who's a vegan. And I'm like, oh, so I can't bring meat in the house. Mm-hmm. So we're all, all of us are like, okay, this is it. And luckily, I have children that you know, they have open palate, so they'll eat, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not as difficult because, you know, a lot of parents will be like, well, I'm used to the Chick-fil-A and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like this. But you have to have these conversations and you have to introduce the food to him and my yeah. son's as young as three and i just want to point out that she has like these two their children which two and one mm-hmm. yeah brightest sweetest most articulate two, mm-hmm. yeah, of like two. sharp <laughs> children non-vaccinated children Bro, oh my god like era Thank will look you. through your soul and yeah. her she baby is like a grown was, man yeah, she was. She came out um like, <laughs> her, her son's like, like a grown man know. he's so poised yeah. and so calm and so sweet and you would not have thought that he was one mm-hmm. at all he just turned two and it's like so you have these notions that these unvaccinated kids are weak and sickly and they're gonna look like the little prairie children when they would get sick in the little houses no that's what they make you think that's what they make you think get your test and it's like oh your kid is in the 99 percentile right. like right. yeah you're doing better you. than the kids yep. drinking cow milk no mm-hmm. shit yeah. like yeah. and so i just want to say that that just to point that to put that out there is that there is normalcy mm-hmm. in this newness and it's mm-hmm. not even newness it's really throwbackness right it's like going it's back, really to, what, back to it's really right. just right. how going it really to used to yeah. be yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. But I wanted to but. speak on something. So you quickly said lesson dependency, mm-hmm. but that is just so important to me because I feel like, you know, I'm going to keep saying this because of this, the way the system is made, we all have become so depending on fast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everything just has to be fast and quick. Right. I mean, obviously, because I'm surprised people are getting the COVID vaccine. I'm like, I am what? I am just. <laughs> I'm such surprised. A, it's such a, a. It's like cannabis and pregnancy. It's this controversy, and what they're doing is they're pitting people against people. Yes. And yeah, we're, now sure. we are policing each other, mm-hmm. right? So you can't have a conversation like the mask. Like even when you're pregnant, I be telling pregnant women, "Why you got that damn mask on? You can't breathe, and you're restricting your airflow to you and the goddamn baby." Yeah. Right. <laughs> but they're like, but then somebody else would be like, "No, you got to put the mask on because you got to protect me from protecting you and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. So then now we're in a race where we're now we're fighting each other. What at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. If you breathe air, if you are people forgetting that you need air to breathe. Right. 
Right? I see people outside. It's hot as fuck outside. You got a mask on? Or walking, exercising. I was like, at the lake with the mask on. But it's because (laughs) we are so dependent, because Mm -hmm. the system has made you dependent, Mm -hmm. that if you think that you take yourself off of it, you won't live. Right. So it is a hard task to say that I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And because if I say I'm not going to wear the mask and all of you have your mask on, all of a sudden then I'm questioning myself. Like, Oh, maybe right. And you know what? There was a study behind that. Mm-hmm. Be- I know. Dang, I can't remember. No, oh, okay. no. I was but- just in the elevator and that happened. And the man was like, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. And it was a Caucasian lady. She's probably about 55. There was a very, very in shape, about 55-year-old black man. There was me. And then another, about 60-year-old black man came on with no mask. And so we were like, here, 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 here. And when he seen all of us with our masks, well, it's a hotel rule. Mm-hmm. When he seen all of us, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. And we all were like, no, do mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. We just got it on because we don't want to argue with him. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, right on. You know what I mean? Right. And that's, that is how I feel about masks. So when I go into a place and there are employees who have, may have anything, leukemia, susceptible immune systems or anything like that, and the, and the place that I'm, the establishment that I'm, patronizing has a masking preference policy Mm -hmm. i don't have a problem obliging by it why because i don't own it you don't own it we are here they gotta work here i I don't i hate for people you cannot come in my house and make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. period so if they got a sign up or whatever like that i don't care but outside Hell no. Mm-hmm. Nobody else outside. Or really, you patronize where you feel comfortable. You, yeah, like, you I go to Costco. So Costco got a rule. You got to put the mask on. Here's the rule. I put the mask on at the door, and then everybody around there got their mask down. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you just want me to wear it because that's what they, the government said you had to do. And it's giving people this right to be like, I was in, um, and I'm going to call them out. I was in City Buddha on Cover Truth. <laughs> and I don't know who the sister was, but she needed, she was, she was working too hard for these people mm-hmm. that pay her nothing. And she was like, our owner, first of all, you don't even know the owner, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Our owner said, you got to wear the mask, blah, blah, blah. She got on the phone to call the fucking police. And I said, are you kidding me? And I, we left out of the store. We came back. And the way she reached for the phone, I said, if she would have had a pistol, she right. would have shot us right. over some shit that don't belong to her. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they are forcing you to police other people. And that's what's been And taking on. their and, right and you know away. What they tell them, remember what happened at your birthday dinner? Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. too many of y'all. Mm-hmm. People are walking by and calling the police on us. Right. And we're going to get fines because y'all are too deep. But we're eating. Right. So what do you want me to do? You want me to put the mask uh, up here and a mask well, down here? Well, they didn't care about the mask. They said it was too many of us sitting together. It was yeah, strange. for a party so that we strange. had a reservation for. Right. And what yeah. are the laws on that? Nobody knows. Just just <laughs> we're just making the police on you. We're yeah. just making up stuff. So now you're wearing it. like Cleveland Heights is 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 in... Oh. They're always notorious. They're, they're, notorious, has been notorious. For, they're t- notorious for everything. everything. They and I watched <laughs> them. I've seen people in Cleveland as I grew up they in Cleveland really Heights, are. and they and on Coventry. They are trying to hem up people left they and right. They make all their money off Coventry. All their money. It's and like then about you, fourteen businesses that generate most revenue for Cleveland Heights. Mm-hmm. As a and you have to be, you have to be stick. You have to stick to your guns. Like you have to. If I'm not gonna wear a mask, and you know, I'm, and like I said, you pick where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Like if I know that Dollar Tree and I. Really 
really don't fuck with Dollar Tree, then I'm not going in Dollar mm-hmm. Tree, right? Or what I'm going to do is, is that if the grocery store keeps telling me that I have to wear the mask to come in here, motherfucker, I'm just grow the food, right? Right? But you exactly. got to grow your food. <laughs> if you don't learn nothing else, if you if you just you grow tomatoes, you grow cucumbers, you grow greens, you grow watermelon, then we can barter and trade. Right? right, but people have to get to that idea that you can't rely on a system to feed you. You can't rely on a system to educate your children. The same one you, making you sick and making you dumb. And we over here like, and a vaccine takes years to come up with, formulate, go through the testing, and you tell me in months you got it ready. Either y'all so already a, had it ready. No, it's not a vaccine. They had to change the definition of the vac of the is that, oh, that was a video yes yeah. they had to change oh, the definition joking. of a vaccine to make this work <laughs> because in real life if the vaccine was truly a vaccine we would not need masks right exactly at yeah, all why do you need a mask you, you still need a mask because it's not a vaccine mm-hmm. but, people that, are, but people are so proud that we went to water aerobics and we you know nobody has a mask on I mean they, we walked in with our mask on which I thought was like okay we'll get the mask on about to be in the water so I put mine on my head but as soon as we stepped in the water, it was like, well, you can stay by me because I got my vaccination. Because now it's a badge of honor. The lady at a restaurant. But, oh, they're starting to give out the cards. And if you have a vaccine card, oh, you get pictures. like three donuts on this day. You are bri- Did anybody, my mom posted this on her Facebook and Saturday Night Live, I guess this past weekend, did a <clears> skit. <throat> Where they were talking about um, giving, there was a black panel on the Little Jeopardy show, and they were talking about okay, the the host was like, if I give you five hundred dollars and you take the vaccination right now, you gonna take it? And you know they gave all the parodies of the black folks, but I'm like, you're playing on us, mm-hmm. right? Because you're dangling money and you know what we think mm-hmm. we value to get us to do something mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god and you're making a joke out of the disparity mm-hmm. y'all just going to negate the whole fact that you experimented on us but we they, you, they got us thinking that money is our answer right. and that oh okay because everybody on instagram got the gucci belt and somebody bought 800 dollars gucci socks because you need those socks that's gonna have a hole in your toe next week it right. don't matter <laughs> so they are what they'll do is they'll keep trying to trick us and if we keep falling for the trick, then that's how the masses will go. Yeah. And the masses, and because we are all trusting and everybody is fearful. Everybody be like, COVID is real. No, I died from the COVID. <laughs> Sometimes you just die because you're old. Right. Sometimes yeah. you just die because your system is compromised. And it, because if you did get the virus and you have other mitigating factors, then your body is not well enough to take care of just that exactly. virus. That's the same thing as a cold. Which means it's the in, same thing in, as in flu. many respects. Anything could kill your ass. Anything. But, and that's Every, not to say you're going to die from any and everything. But what we're saying is that if you're already mucus filled, y'all know I'm with the CMOS, so mucus is the devil. Right. Um, if you're already mucus filled, then you're already, on top of it being low vitamin D season, which is winter when you're not really synthesizing, that your immune system's already suppressed, which makes you susceptible to everything. So if you're fat, if you're unhealthy, if your liver don't work, if your kidneys don't work, and your body cannot ward off disease... You on the chopping board anyway. It's just a matter of what's about to come and, along. And it don't matter what it's called. Take you. It could be called COVID. It could be called... And even lip. in that time, they're still labeling everything as COVID. Everything. Like, yeah. literally, you could go in there and be like, oh, you, I think my toe is broken. You got a COVID, COVID symptom. <laughs> you got a COVID symptom. My we can't have anybody COVID. here that's displaying COVID. I wanted my son to be um, examined. I wanted him to have an x-ray of his lungs for asthma mm-hmm. or some type of examination mm-hmm. for asthma because when he would run, he would <clears throat> afterwards. And I was like, 
where you get this shit from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your daddy give me that milk. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted him tested. She was like, well, I'm just going to send a, well, he if, if it's a cough, he can't come in. So, unfortunately, she didn't even say unfortunately. She was just like, um, I'm going to send an inhaler of a steroid and you give it to him before he will be running around and then you see if that makes him not cough. But Lab rat my three But that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, my gosh. It's all an experiment. <laughs> okay, is. so when you go into these offices... They're just trial and error. They're trial and erroring because they're like, well, these you are your symptoms. You this was this is what could work for it. We're gonna look at you. We're gonna assess wh- how 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 much you can take, and then that's what we're gonna. And once again, suggest. they're just masking a symptom anyway. Yeah, so they're like, really we're trying to stop the coughing. I know that it was it's actual, not you anything. know, like <laughs> asthma. So I mean, we never picked up the inhaler, obviously, and I was just like, you know what? I remember listening to Anthony Hamilton, who had dire. I love y'all know I love music and I love uh, what you call them interviews and he said that he had very bad asthma as a child and his mother flushed it with water so she would he was like I just drank a lot of water and I don't have asthma no more so I thought of that and I was like you know what Jax you on a water regimen you getting water (laughs) alkaline water black seed oil water I'm giving you all the water all the time and so every morning when he would wake up I would make him drink like 16 ounces of like elderberry black seed oil lemon water whatever detoxing type of situation i felt like he could muster at the time i would give it to him to stop the coughing and he's not doing it anymore go fucking figure i threw away the mozzarella cheese strippies that i would let him Mm -hmm. enjoy from time to time abdomen about no milk gave his dad the milk i wanted him to have and was like, look, we got to tighten up because he could be developing asthma. Like, these these diseases are not... This shit do not run in my family. Yeah. So, that means we're making it. Yeah. And it really is. It's a case by case. So, you know, people are out there because people are my thing. Like, we're giving incorrect info or people disagree. And what it is is that there <laughs> might be something. You know, it, it is to quote everybody. It's something out there. It could be. Right? They are making it more than what it is. Right, and that's the propaganda <laughs> of it. That's really what you have to understand. Nah. Like everything right now, and COVID could be real as shit. Right, it could be. It could be something that's making you wrong. The problem is the propaganda right. that is going with it. So we don't, you know, you don't have to deny that you got sick and you died from it. You you got sick, you died from something, right? Mm-hmm. But what is happening is, is they're inundating us with information that they don't really know enough about, mm-hmm. right? You're giving us a vac- vaccination that you haven't done enough trials on. You haven't done, and then what? And if there are people. They are on a list. They're like people that say, I will voluntarily take it. I will put myself up to be the lab rat. Let those people take it. And Let's I'm see how it works with them first <laughs> before you give it to everybody. Because what you're not going to do is set up a FEMA type situation at, at the Wolstein Center Whoa. to usher everybody in to get it. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. I think mm-hmm. it's not a matter of if you get sick or and if that's the sickness is real or not. The the fact is is that you're forcing people to do things even when they're well. Mm-hmm. So if I'm healthy and you're making me wear a mask, then you're telling me I don't trust myself yeah. and that I should trust you more. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the problem, right? And because we're so reliant on the system, mm-hmm. we're okay with saying, I'll do it. Yes. And other I'll countries, and before you get on there and say mm-hmm. she's wrong or I'm wrong or we're wrong, what? Uh, let's just lay it all out because I'm real fact, fact. Mm-hmm. COVID-19 is a strand of 
a virus, mm -hmm. right? So virus, once you have it, it's kind of like a disease. Viruses are diseases, really. But anywho, it's not the point. This is the point right here. Viruses have a lifespan. Ebola, E. e coli, uh, the, the SARS, they have a lifespan. Lifespan is about nine months or so. Mm -hmm. After that, it kind of just does its own thing. It mutates. On its own, and you really don't ever have to do anything about it. Did you need a vaccination for SARS? Did you need a vaccination? No. They contain shit, and then it goes away. COVID was not contained because the United States could not get on a one beat one sound. In Mexico, in DR, in other countries, they was beating your ass and making you stay in the house. They was putting you in jail. They were doing things to control the situation. And in, in, in Canada, they were knocking on doors, making sure that everybody that was there was, was supposed to be there. No one was visiting and no one was leaving. In India, they were in their homes and wherever they live in in India. Like, people sat the fuck down. We're the only country who wants all the rights, all the privileges, As we should. all the yeah. rules, so I was, all the this. What you got to do is make me stay in no, my no, house. No, 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 no. <laughs> we want, but that's, that's the thing. We want all of these things, but we also don't want to read and be educated. So, but then when people do things to us, we want to blame them. So, like, the person who got it, the nurse that got it, that developed the, her face twisted up after. Who the fuck made you get it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I hate that about us as a people. Um, as, as Americans, I hate that we're like that. Mm -hmm. We want to be non-compliant and non-educated. And it don't work like that. No, you can't you don't want to be compliant. You, be you have to be very fucking educated about what's going on. And if you ain't neither one of them, you got to be passionate about something. Yeah. If you can't prove you right, you better make a motherfucker think you right. Yeah, you gotta a, be in, 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 innately passionate about the fact of what you're not gonna do. Yeah, it's but a you can't be slope. you can't be ignorant and entitled, and it, it just don't fucking well, work. And, and, and that's what we that's why we having like all this beef. And it's hard right because now. you'll fight about it because it, it's a slippery slope. Because here's the thing: like we are entitled as people, right? That is our right. So you telling me I gotta stay in my house is like okay i hear you like you're trying to control the situation but if i feel that i'm well and i feel that i'm doing the things to keep my family well mm -hmm. then that sounds like y'all issue out there i promise mm -hmm. you and it sounds like i don't have to prescribe to that if i don't want to mm -hmm. because that's not how i live i don't follow the rules of your system mm -hmm. i lessen myself i don't follow your health care policies yes. i don't really want to you know do all the things that you say that i have to do so when i become less reliant on your system then that's where the battle is because i'm facing people that are still on your system that saying that okay well we have to do it you got to sit in the house you got to stay here why don't you wear your mask you're not helping everybody blah 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 well i don't prescribe to that so if i don't prescribe to it then yeah I'm educated on it right I'm educated on those things but you really then can't prescribe so that's why it becomes an issue of yeah I probably can't go to the grocery store too much more I can't go to the Walmarts too much more and then that lets me know where I have to go look at people within my village that either make clothes that grow food have a different form of currency or you know on that barter and trade because you'll just be in this constant struggle, right? Even with people that are commenting on, you know, where you're we're disagreeing, what the fact is is that if I have my own rights and I follow that and I feel like I'm doing well, then I can't prescribe to everything that everybody's doing. And that's really what it, it boils down to. It's either you're going to prescribe to it or you're not. 
and you're going to educate yourself or you're not. And then you, at the end of the day, you do what is best for what? you. <laughs> if you think that you got to put your mask on to go somewhere, put your mask on. If you think you need a vaccination. All I need you to do is that when I get somewhere, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't if I'm walking through the store me and my children have a mask on I don't need you to say nothing to me about what you got going on because I don't I'm not listening to the same shit you're listening to I don't watch the news so I don't want to hear about the 20,000 cases that came because I don't know because we were watching uh, the baby shark okay or whatever it was or we're reading or we're studying we were happy we're I don't know happy. and I don't even know what the algorithm is that because it'll shut any child up like I know listen to I literally like, no I swear crazy, to you the, right? I, it took me so long to even let my son like even hear it because mm-hmm. I was so paranoid because I was like it just puts kids in such a trance, trance. like what are y'all about to play this on 18 years from mm-hmm. now so my kid can be on some BS exactly yeah. but but that's what's going on with the music as well because Oof. we are getting played throwbacks to us yeah. so we can sit here and tune into the words that are being given yeah. like we are eating it up yeah but that's a, a whole nother yeah, it is. story it is. but <laughs> so I really wanted to know, like, everyone's individual opinion, because we heard other people, but to go back to cannabis Mm -hmm. and pregnancy, obviously, I already think I know your answer, but how do you feel about it? Like, would you do it? Mm, No. Um, (laughs) But why now? So I'm a new no. Okay, so before I was a hell no, Mm -hmm. and right now I'm just a new no. Why is because... Honestly, I have so many other self-soothing methods Mm -hmm. that I will say that I am open to considering it now after being educated, but I'm just never going to think that I'm going to need to buy something as expensive as cannabis to do what I need to do. I feel like I can get You could grow it. I could grow it. I I might. I might. But I could get like a $3 sage and like a $2 Paleo Santo and I could just do what already Mm -hmm. works for me. Y'all know I got that little oil that makes me happy. So I think that I have, just in life in general right now, that I have a really good handle on my anxiety, on my stress levels. I don't know how that would change with hormones because hormones are a motherfucker. But I am open to the idea of it now. But am I going, I'm going to drink my lemonade one day. Mm-hmm. In the next month, in the freezer, oh, in the month, I'm gonna drink my lemonade, and I'll let y'all know how that went. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things for me. I'm still um, learning how to experience without fear. Yeah, that's a um, So I am still fearful of becoming a crackhead. I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> I am. I'm scared of it. So I'm always afraid to become addicted to anything. And that's, that's you a don't real want crack. That's crack a real thing. I just say that. But crackhead don't mean just crack. 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 It just mean anything. It just means me being able to put a dependency on something. Right. Um, I'm just real leery of those types of um, actions. I would hate to try something and love it as much as I used to love Ciroc. So, Ciroc, <laughs> <Ciroc>, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm open to it. But um, I'm not just gonna go light up tonight or nothing. I haven't been that inspired. I but am. <laughs> that's me. Really I love y'all for it. I love y'all for it. I just, I ain't there yet. I'm cool. You don't have to be though. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah, no. But like I said, I do. Believe I'm, I'm thoroughly educated and I have a completely different understanding and I can look at the situation with no judgment right. and I can look at the situation with no negative connotation because I'm educated and it just gave me something else to hate the government for honestly mm-hmm. yeah 
That's all that labeling and propaganda that. just gave me something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm with it. I'm personally for it. Um, I just say that, like, like anything, you just have to be mindful of how you're using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're using it for and really listening to your own body and how you react to it because even if it is like you like you were saying like you might be able to face a blunt or two when you're you know not carrying and then you get pregnant and it's like okay I can't handle it the way that I can that's okay you shouldn't feel like you have to indulge but whatever works for you I'm I'm gonna be blazing up the next one I'm on a pregnancy by pregnancy basis mm-hmm. with it. Um, if I feel I need it, I'll use it. Uh, I don't plan on being pregnant right now, so mm-hmm. I'm cool with taking taking it to the face when I need to. <laughs> um, but if I get pregnant and I need it, then I'm definitely it's in my arsenal. Yeah, um, I'm definitely for it. But my first pregnancy, I didn't really smoke. Um, anyways, like I wasn't in like that stage of my life, so I didn't do it. Because it's just not something um, I was doing anyways. But now since I use cannabis, I feel like I would definitely continue to use it. Um, especially if it was helping me with, like, morning sickness or anything. Like, I would definitely just, like everyone else said, listen to my body and my mm-hmm. intuition. Mm-hmm. And you know if something, like, feels good. Like, if you're doing the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can just listen to that and know what you need. Mm-hmm. So definitely just tuning in and feeling it out. Yeah, same. I agree. I think um, as we discussed, I came to a more comfortable idea that um, obviously, like, it will be a, like a intuition and, you know, like a connection to... Because I personally feel like when I did try it when I was pregnant, it wasn't as pleasant because I personally believe my era didn't like it. She just, she didn't agree with it. But I also feel like that's because in the act, I didn't agree with what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, you had that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't know. But when I was breastfeeding, all I could think about was all my thoughts are going to her. Mm-hmm. And she about to like, he, like she could hear them and she going to mm-hmm. feel them and become this. But that's when I start realizing I'm really transferring yep. to her. And I'm like, dang, because she it's not even a matter of watching what I do. It's like I was feeding her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's, that's so real. Because real. Mm-hmm. when we were talking about something with the diet, I was thinking that when we said, I forget, something about the schools and the food and my son, you will hear him tell kids, don't drink that chocolate milk. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says that to other kids. Mm-hmm. That's so he good, stuff. though. And, um, and when I tell him no to something, he's like, Mommy, can I have some of those candies? And I'm like, no. He's like, it's not healthy. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. It's bad for me. Yeah. yeah. It's going to rob my teeth. Yeah. And, like, he knows all he these things. He has so many questions. He's so cute. My son's funny. But when, when, I, we used, when I was trying to get him to latch... I would talk to him and I'd be like, you got to eat it. You got to do it. You got to No, I've literally been telling him what he needs to do for his survival and my mm-hmm. peace of mind mm-hmm. his whole life. And it makes him like, he's like, is that avocado you eating? Is that dragon food? Like, and he's <laughs> like, with dragon? He eats all my bougie snacks. Um, mm-hmm. Can I have some of those um, green peanuts? Pistachios. My mm-hmm. son can eat a pound of pistachios. 
if you like but I've learned to just let him experience yes. those what I consider to be finer things and when I was your age so I ate peanuts with the shell on so I was like bougie baby eating pistachios <laughs> so it's like but that's literally the language I've been speaking to him I've been speaking bougie <laughs> organic foods to him since he was a kid and I thought about that a couple of weeks ago and I was like I literally made this kid to the point where I, I had I posted on my Facebook I had put some green cold pressed juice mm-hmm. in with like some strawberry juice and water to just kind of give him some extra nutrients. And when I was like, he'll taste it. I was like, watch, he ain't gonna know, y'all. I gave it to him. He's like, mm. I was like, is it good? He was like, yeah. I'm like, is it yummy? He's like, yeah, it tastes like a smoothie. So he did <laughs> taste the kale and mm-hmm. stuff in it. But my son knows what a smoothie tastes like. Yeah, He knows the right. difference between a smoothie, a slushy, a parfait. He already knows. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at three, that's important. Cause most, cause when he goes to school, he to a certain degree will tell them what he if he don't want to eat it, he'll tell them that he can't eat it, and that's mm-hmm. powerful to have children that can advocate for themselves yep, in yeah. your absence. Yep. I forgot where we were going with that, yep. but yeah, I just threw that out there. Yeah. Oh, speaking to your children, <laughs> speaking life into yeah. your children right. when you're feeding them, especially through food. It's the one language. Food and music are the two two core things that we are always going to transfer from generation to generation. You're going to pass down those recipes. You're going to play those throwbacks. So you got to be very, very careful about those types of things that you expose your child to. Like telling your kid, to everybody want to teach Granny's macaroni recipe that clogs arteries to put Granny under. But we don't want to teach healing indigenous things you know right. what i'm saying we don't want to learn the rituals the granny head you know what i'm saying so it's like those things those earthy things those more out there things are what's more important than those those things that make dreadful, us that make us that, that is who we are right recipes yeah. don't make us us like a lot of things that we have a lot of habits that we have come from a lack mind state things we eat now because we couldn't eat when we were slaves and we was never slaves mm-hmm. like we were never slaves yeah. so like why are we still eating chitterlings why are we still eating pig scraps? Yeah, that's a whole. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a whole. Because <laughs> I'm saying, and, I, and even on that conversation, I kind of ended here. Because even when people talk about I don't want to eat slave food, I was like, but your ancestors grew all that food. They prepared all the food. They knew what to take that they were given to then put into the pot that would give you extra nutrients. Mm-hmm. So you know, you always got to honor. I tell people, you know, you're honoring where we come from so you know you don't have to eat the pig entrails and all that other stuff but honor why they were doing that why did your great-grandmother put that in there she didn't put the ham bone in there so that you could eat the ham but there were certain nutrients in that ham at the Mm -hmm. time that you needed when you were out there all fucking day in a field right Mm -hmm. so we have to honor those things Mm -hmm. and then we learn as we learn better we do better right we you know make better choices and that's really what it's about you at the end of the day you're going to do you and what's best for your family Mm -hmm. what's best for you when you're pregnant um and just be informed when you do that you know research doesn't just come from google it comes from being around other people's go back talk to i talk to my mother all the time i have videos that i've taken of my grandfather before he passed and he would talk about farm life 
Even with dementia, there are certain things that we will remember that we are still passing down. Mm -hmm. And we have to take those, especially in midwifery, when it's, I'm so big on that I am a traditional midwife Mm -hmm. because that is what we are as women. Mm -hmm. That is what we are as a culture of people. And they're trying to take that away from us and make us into this new age. We got to do it on this card. And I'm like, we have to preserve what is traditional to us and what is our practices. And I have to teach my daughters that because it's important because some of them, I know she go to Howard and stuff like that. But, (laughs) you know, sometimes I feel bad that, you know, I didn't give them everything that they needed right then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a lot of tell you now. She'd be looking at me like, really, is that why are you wearing the white today? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's a spiritual thing. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Right. So, you know, it's a matter of a constant educational process that we're in so that our children who will be here and then their children will know better and do better. Yeah, and I I just want to say how much I talk about you. I brag Mm -hmm. about you because during my birth experience, this is my doula, then I also had Mm -hmm. a midwife. Mm -hmm. But these two women were amazing. They helped me stand in my power because, you know, sometimes when you're pregnant, you're just so sensitive. Again, I just keep saying that. So sometimes you have to be reminded. And, yeah, so everyone, please... Please participate and experience her services because, like, and, you know, when you're pregnant, you remember everything. So, Mm -hmm. that's when, right, right. So, that's when you were a part of my tribe. And I'll I'll even share. (laughs) I remember... Um, and I don't even know if it was called Promises to Care at the time. No. But mm-hmm. I remember sitting in the living room and I was like, you, and I found a book in the dumpster. And it was that, I don't even know yes, if you still have it. Yes, I do. Yep. And I remember Tell her saying, so much and I was like, if that's what you want to do, you need to do that. Like, you mm-hmm. need to make it pop. And I am so proud. Every time I feel like I'm so proud of my, she always <laughs> asks me, look, my daughter's looking like, that's the girl? Because she'll be like, um, I'm running out of oil or I've spilled it before. Yes. And I because I use it on her my daughter Mm -hmm. the baby girl I I put some on today before I left Mm -hmm. and I was like because when you find what it is that you can do to support your family I encourage that and I remember Mm -hmm. sitting there I was like you better do all of that I was like I found a book in the dumpster girl I don't even know if it'll help you but that is what you do because that is when we connect like that and everything is divine Mm -hmm. I tell all my clients because I have clients that you know people that will come in and like we really don't fit Mm -hmm. you know and I tell people everything if you find me it's a divine timing mm-hmm. and it's not because you saw me some plaster somewhere on tv or you saw me on a mm-hmm. podcast it's because the universe led you to me right and i and the universe led me to you, you back to people it will lead you back because you, you walked in the door and i was mm-hmm. like and i don't even i'm not even there anymore because i'm mm-hmm. such a rebel yeah right and i'm like you know quite as a cat they probably think i stole diapers or something like that <laughs> that was probably <laughs> the, the rumor but it's just because my <laughs> yeah you, you know, know i barely ever went but i was always engaged but you know my schedule at the time mm-hmm. I was one of the working pregnant people so I didn't um, go to as many other things but I'll never forget you teaching us about food and Tai Chi mm-hmm. and it was like that was like my first experience. you had all this crazy hair yep. back then I was oh, like yeah, oh. my hair was I was wild. like oh, yep. she with the shit <laughs> yeah and I am and that's a part of just who I am <laughs> yeah. as a being yeah. like if, that's why I can't go to the hospital with clients anymore because I'd be with the shit like immediately like we ain't about to do that around here fuck this fuck you blah 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 it's it's probably best I just stay at home because you know I'm not trying to go to jail I cannot eat your meals so 
Um, but I am, you know, in gratitude, you know, along the way and all the people that are on the journey because it is a village, you know, and yeah. I also look at Era and she is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I love her. You know, right. even though she's a little juvenile. Right, I know. <laughs> but, um, so I appreciate it and I appreciate you for having me come on because, you know, no, nobody wants to talk about it and it's it was a good, healthy discussion. So, yeah. you know, people know where to find me, you know, in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, during every episode, we have a tea moment. No, hard, hard pill to, to swallow. swallow. Skip me. Give me a minute. Well, I think I got mine. Okay. Go ahead. Um, truth be told, you you can't always trust a medical profession. Like, that's yes, just I'm it. Professional. Hard pill to swallow. It is a hard pill to swallow because you think that these people in uniforms know what's best for you. Um, but that is a lack of trust that you have for yourself. And I, that was my biggest lesson during pregnancy was to surrender and trust myself. Now I'm ready to, I'm ready now, but I had to learn that through my whole experience. So trust yourself and just trust yourself. You know that yeah. you have the mm-hmm. answers to the way things are supposed to be for you. Yeah. That's, yeah. Deep. I didn't think of one. I didn't know where to do it. Oh, yeah. You wasn't oh, yeah. Oh, what do we do? What do we do? No, but usually we can group on that one. Yeah, I was going to say that's what I was thinking anyway. Just like the whole intuition thing comes to mind. Like you have to learn to listen to yourself and trust yourself. Yes. Because like you know what's best for you. Yes. I agree. Like that's really. A hard pill to swallow is that for as passionate as you are about your light, there is someone is equally as passionate about their dark. Mm-hmm. Mm. So for That's every real. for every <laughs> fact that you can give somebody about a vaccine or a mask or this, they're gonna be able to come with their own notion about it, and you gotta be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just gotta be okay with it. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess. Yeah, because that was a good awareness, discussion. education. I, I think all. that's what's important, like to grow um, and to learn. Oh, uh, look at all the love! We ha- I know we get yeah. a lot of love. Uh, we had a few questions pop up in here. <laughs> I did see one. I saw a few questions about Metro Hospital. Questions about um, the position for giving birth. Um, oh, I'm going to get those answers for you guys and I'm going to go on the live and I'm going to answer your question under your answer in the live. So I'm not in the, in the thread. So um, look for your answer within the next hour. I do want to answer all the questions that were typed in here. Um, as usual, we got into some rabbit holes, but it would not be the Venus Exchange if that if it didn't get a love deep. Anybody can ask me questions. So right. yeah. if you want to inbox me on Instagram, um, my personal page is five, like the number, dives in, because that's what I do. Wait, can I say something? Yeah. Okay, so while she got here, right, like, I asked for the time, and it was five, 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 so you already know what type of time we on. Yep. So I just got to say that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can catch me on Instagram, five, dives in. Um, and then my page that I use all my healing and natural path is Kaumba, K-U-U-M-B-A underscore healing. Um, on Instagram, and then yeah, I answer questions. So it's the do not disturb, right? Yeah, I, yep. I got do not disturb because I am entering another phase. In I life. just put them in the um in the in the thread, so it's under naturally me. You'll see two ads. Those are her personal ads. If you have any particular questions, ask them there. Yeah, this was amazing. We have any general questions. It didn't make it into yeah. thirty minutes with me. Like, I was like, I can't. Yeah, yep. I'm not gonna lie. So new moon. I'm posting up, hopefully, at the beach. 
with my lemonade uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just going to be one with the earth. I'm going to do some grounding and I'm going to do some elevation. I will let y'all know how it goes. So, okay. Plant work. Magic. Period. Period. <laughs> Something gonna happen. This was a good conversation. It was. Yeah, yeah, but until next time, guys, thank you so much for coming and having this Peace. conversation with us. Thank you. Love and light. Peace.